Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hi, welcome to G2 Hardcore, and tonight we have some movie news, we've got comics, we've got commentary on what's happening with Batman, <laughs> and I want to say hi to Wendy Sue in the chat room, and also hi to Tej, hey Tej. Hi Holly, hi Wendy Sue, yes, Holly and I and Wendy Sue are having a good old chat about clothes and the power of love. <laughs> Yes, and Henry Cavill buying the wedding album. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Before Justice yeah, I like League. I like I like Henry Cavill's new girlfriend because not only does he refer to her as a Lois Lane, okay. she refers to him her yeah she refers to herself as his Lois Lane. So oh, very nice. The girls got it going right. If she says um his Lois Lane. She wants to make it work. If she says, I'm his Wonder Woman, then she don't want to make it work. Obviously. Mm-hmm. So, Umberto was the one that kind of let the cat out of the bag about the wedding in Justice League? No. I'm pretty sure he's been to one of the screenings. Oh, okay. That, Justice, that they had for Justice League. And... um. Because he says, you know, what they promise. We know this because we don't jump like cats out of a bag, you know, like chickens running around without their heads, you know. We know that um, Zack Snyder always said Batman v Superman was going to be dark because it needed to be dark, okay? Right, right. And, I mean, if you look at the, the beginning of... Justice, or what we've seen in the trailers, it's a world without hope. Right. Right? Right. And we have to now come together and bring hope back to the world. Right. So, obviously, Justice League is going to be a much happier, lighter note mm-hmm. movie. Right. 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 Um, and we all knew that. Zack Snyder said, from the get-go, you know, BDS is going to be dark, but Justice League is going to be the light, the hope. It says dawn of justice. You know, it's going to be bright. It's a dawn. Hello, sunshine. Wee. You know. Um, <clears throat> anyway. Uh, yeah. So, Umberto, I'm pretty sure, ha- yeah, we all know he has contacts in uh, Warner Brothers. And I'm pretty sure he's been to one of the screenings because he says, it's definitely lighter. Oh. And then... I mean, it kind of knew from the trailers, too. Yeah, we kind of knew that from the trailers. You know, we, we don't panic. You know, no. we, don't, we don't do all that. But then a lot of other people have also seen stuff and have reacted to it, mm-hmm. right? Um, like I said, there was the 
you know, a couple of people, not just one or two people, a couple of people said the ending goes straight into a Batman solo movie and a Man of Steel 2. Right. Right. Man of Steel 2 has been trending nonstop since Justice League went into production as well. Right. Right. It, 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 Man of Steel 2 was trending, I think, like two months after BVS. Right. Right. So that that's how long it's been trending. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Man of Steel two has always been in the works because Kevin Suchihara, when he was going through what the DCEU slate will be, he said unnamed Superman movie, unnamed Batman movie, right, slated to come out sometime. Okay. He just said sometime. We're gonna do. It, it, well, it's it's not like. Oh, Man of Steel 2 is coming out. Oh, you know, it's we knew it was coming out when BVS was announced. They said, yeah, we're going to do Batman v Superman. We're going to do a Justice League movie. We're going to do a Suicide Squad movie. We're going to do an unnamed Superman movie. And we're going to do an unnamed Batman movie. Those were always on the card. Right. Okay. And just because they're hiding a certain someone doesn't mean... Somebody who's dead. Oh, you know? yeah. He's not in all the posters. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Not yeah. in the trailer. Although I, saw, I, I think it's probably was a fan thing. I don't think it was an official thing. And they had Clarky looking at the camera in his Superman suit, and he looks. In, no, no, yeah, no, no. Yeah, they're, they're like, your ass on the screen. I, I liked that fan picture, right? Because yeah. uh, it said you always need someone to take your group pictures. I wish I have someone so, to take your what? Oh, you always need someone to take your group photos. <laughs> He's like behind the camera taking yeah. pictures. I, I'm the photographer. Clark is the photographer, obviously, for those just yeah, yeah. photos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, they're, they're hiding someone, and I respect that because, right, because they we- could have... Yeah, they could have gone all out. They could have said, we've got Superman. Yes, Superman. You know, he's back. Yeah? Yeah, he's flying across the Well, sky. you know. We said that they're making it like the comics. They literally exactly. took Superman out of the comics for months on end. You know? Mm-hmm. And people were like, is he coming back? Is he coming back? And they're, they're trying to generate that same kind of deal. So as soon as Justice League is released, I imagine we'll be getting some kind of Sneaky thing. Well, well, <laughs> yes. I, now, the big news that got dropped and where I know Man of Steel is going to be announced is there's this Comic-Con that's happening in December. Yes. Right? First week of December, mm-hmm. right? I, I think it's December 8th, 9th, and 10th, right? So that's the first, like, oh, like three week. weeks after Justice League comes out. And, and, and exactly, three yeah. weeks after Justice League. Henry Cavill comes on Instagram and he's like, I'm going to be there with the Justice League. Mm-hmm. Bam. So I'm like, well, Mr. Someone's going to be alive, right? Yeah. That'll be three weeks. Not, the whole public would have, would have watched. Spoilers would be out, blah, 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 right? We know he's back, right? Right. And Henry Cavill is announcing now he's going to do this Comic-Con. Right, tickets it's in Long Island. Right. And say it. It's in yeah, Long Island, tickets. New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long Island, New York. Right, and tickets haven't even gone on sale. And when the <laughs> website did, when the website did open for like 
uh, VIP packages, it crashed, right? Yeah. So that's what is happening. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting back there and I'm saying, well, Man of Steel 2 is going to be announced. That's what they're doing. Oh, yeah. Because you and I are wondering, well, when are they going to announce it? When are they going to start the hype train, right? Right. And because if they do it in July or August, right, then maybe they can squeeze in San Diego Comic-Con. But that I but, didn't think they were going to do it in, in San Diego. I was wondering about New York, but New York is this week. Or no, Baltimore is this week. Yeah, New, New York, York is, is in October, and yeah. so that still was too soon because it'd have to be almost after Justice League if they want to keep the surprise. Exactly. So I think October is the perfect time, New York Comic Con, to release the final Justice League. Well, trailer, yeah, right. Yeah. Because we still have one trailer. We still have one trailer to come out, right? right? Because they've only released two. And I have and, a, I have a terrible yeah. suspicion. That mm-hmm. yes, the Justice League final trailer will come out, but they're going to be focusing. Jim Lee will be focusing on this Dark Knight metal crap. Well, you know what, Jim Lee, you can take your metal stuff and shove it up your ass because Gal Gadot is taking care of it. She's going on Saturday Night Live to do promo for yeah. something. So I wonder what she's going to do promo for. Uh, Holly, because her movies come out, it's on DVD. Everybody's right. like, okay, right. Wonder Woman. Why is she Wonder doing Woman. SNL? She's doing SNL the same weekend in New York. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Now, it's in New York, right? Yeah, it's the New York same City. Weekend. Yeah, it's in the same weekend as New York Comic Con. Okay. <gasps> I wonder what's going to happen then. Hmm. Well, she probably will hmm. intro the Justice League trailer. I'm pretty sure they're yeah. going to use that as a platform, and then they'll just they'll just be some sort of like promotional stuff like they had with right. BDS. Yeah. Right. Uh, where they'll have uh, I know they take center. There's this. There's this. Uh, it's a convention center, and then one of the entrances, I know Warner Brothers has. They right. booked it already. Right. So you know what's going to be there, right? The Justice League is going to be the The suits and all that. Will oh, be yeah. On oh, yeah. So I'm pretty sure Gal Gadot is going to be on uh, SNL on the 7th or 8th of October, whenever they have it. it I think it's on a Sunday. So no, it'll well, be on the 8th of October. She will be on a Saturday night. Oh, yeah. It's SNL. Yeah. <laughs> Not Sunday Night Live, it's Saturday Night <laughs> Saturday Night Live. But, but that whole week, she's got to go into rehearsal. Right, exactly. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, it's a perfect platform because New York Comic Con is going to be there. Yeah. So, it's obvious Justice League is going to drop it. Definitely. So, yeah. Jim Lee can take his Dark Knight metal and shove it you know where. Um, because we don't, we don't care. We don't care. Okay. Right. New York Comic Con is gearing up for two things, Justice League and Star Wars. And that's it. Not Jim Lee. Yeah, but Star Wars isn't a Warner Brothers thing, is it? But what I'm just saying is that's what people are looking for. People aren't going, people are actually disappointed. Oh, come on. They're going to have some of that, uh, Thor Ragnarok or whatever it is. Mm -mm. Thor Ragnarok will be like almost out, so 
No, no, no. They'll still have something, I would imagine, at New York Comic Con because it'll be like three weeks later, right? Or four weeks later. Uh, one, two, two weeks later, two, three weeks later for me. Three. Yeah. But it's four like the second of November yeah. and Comic. Okay. NYC yeah. They might have. Is, yeah. They might have Ragnarok, but yeah. like okay, Thor. Yeah, it's going to see the battle of Justice League versus Thor creepy movie. Yeah. Okay, Thor. If you, if you think you're important, okay. Okay. No offense, Thor. No offense, Thor, but like yeah. Wonder Woman would beat you while sipping a Mai Tai. Okay. Well, Superman's dead, he can still beat Thor. Superman's dead, he can still beat Thor. That's the best insult, yes. <laughs> uh, listen, Batman crying Martha will still Martha! beat Martha! Martha is the safe word. Thor. I still love that t-shirt. I saw it at the board game convention. It says, Martha is, oh, Martha is the safe, safe word. word. <laughs> <laughs> I almost got it. I was like, yeah, maybe mm. not. <laughs> Um, okay. that, that's actually a good. That's actually a good shot. Um, yeah, <laughs> I would have gotten it just for. Fun. I took a picture of it. Well done, well done. Uh, yeah, but yeah, uh, all of a sudden the whole Justice League is going to be in New York in December. Yeah, are they just yeah. going to be there? Like, oh, thank you, thank you, fans. No, no, no. Well, they're going to be announcing Man of Steel too. Right, exactly, and. You know, that's a, because, you know, that PR machine will have to start up hot and heavy. Because they only mm-hmm. have, what, seven months before the film comes out. And you know what? What? I still think they can pull it off. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah. That's I plenty think of time. it would be, I think it would be the greatest gift they could give to the DCEU fans because Man of Steel started this. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. Henry Cavill has been a revelation as Superman. I don't care if people think he's grumpy and whatever and sad, whatever. I don't care. He'll be happier after he's very slow and getting some. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. Yeah, he'll be like, oh, finally I can have Lois. Let's go on a honeymoon. Um, (laughs) Okay. So is that all the movie news so far? That's all the movie news, but that's pretty big movie news. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I do want to talk a little bit about this Dark Knight Metal crap. Okay. The more I think about it, the better I get. <laughs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm She's going, going to the dark side. Come back to the light. Come back uh, yeah, to the light. I'm just Polly. like, why are they doing this to people? Why are they mm-hmm. flirting, invoking evil? I mean, true evil. You know what I hate? I'm sorry, I just want to say this. Is that all the promotions in all the comics is for two things. Dark Knight Metal and the Master Race. And I'm like, who cares about all this darkness? Why are you shoving this down our throat? Nobody wants to buy Frank Miller. Stop giving him to us. Please. I, this is, you know, I'm sorry, folks, but this is Jim Lee's modus operandi. He thinks mm. that, you know, characters shouldn't have real relationships. That, you know, it should be darkness, and heroes shouldn't really be heroes. I mean, 
Batman is going literally going through hell, and they mm. are invoking spirits that they shouldn't be playing with, and they shouldn't be put. You know, it's like they're taking a pe- morsel and they'll say, "Okay, here's barbatos," even though you don't know what that means. Here, mm. you plant that in somebody's spirit, and then they start wondering why you know shit hits the fan. You know, and they keep reading that. God only knows what they're going to put in in there. And the more I, I've been doing all this research on um, the divine counsel, the counsel in the Bible, and mm-hmm. um, uh, studying a couple of theologians of the Bible, and that shit is more interesting than any. Freaking comic book you can come up with. I mean, it's got everything. And it shows how, this is one thing that pisses me off about this Dark Knight Metal crap. It shows how good triumphs over evil and how good and evil are a choice. It's mm. not because your family background, you know, well, the symbol was a bird, but Batman thinks it's a bat now. Seriously? Mm. You know, and to take Diana and Clark and to drain their life force from them, to make look them like make them look weak, mm-hmm. and they're throwing all this evil shit everywhere, and you know, and it's very strong. And I'm like, no, no, you can't do that to people. I don't. I, I'm not sure if they realize what they're doing. I think somebody mm-hmm. does, and they're pushing it, but uh, I don't, I don't, and the other thing is, I don't think, yeah, it's a creative outlet, blah, 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 but at the same time, should you profit from spreading evil? No. You know, would you yeah, let the bad kid read this? No. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'm not even touching it. And I'm a Batman fan. And the thing is, this is what saddens me, is that I keep, it's like my new T-shirt. You know, I used to say before, the new 52 stinks. And now my new T-shirt is Batman the Detective. Yeah. Where where in in this Dark Knight Metal, Holly, have you seen any sort of detecting? Nothing. Nothing. It's it's all Batman is fighting. Ooh, and he is he's so smart. He can he has traps for all the Justice League. And you know why they're draining Clark and Diana of their life energy? Because one stands for hope and right. the other st- one stands for truth. Exactly. And and when you drain truth and hope out we go back to that whole discussion of the anti-life equation exactly and the anti-life equation stands for pure evil in the dc universe yeah and you're sacrificing the third of the trinity right bruce who stands for i would say clarity right using your your brain that sort of thing because he's analytical and he's thinking. Um, 
And so they're sacrificing hope, truth, clarity uh, in a blood sacrifice to bring something evil through. Yeah. No, no. That that is for me the definition in my religion. It's obviously the same for you in your religion. So it's two different religions that we're being brought up in. In that is in my definition sacrificing your soul for evil, which yes. I would never do. I don't know why Scott Snyder's doing it. Yeah. But I don't know what his religious beliefs are. Um, but to be quite honest, Jim Lee has been all over this DC metal thing, right? He has right. been promoting the hell out of it. He's even gone so far as to break his finger. I'm not joking. He has a plaster on his finger. Poor baby. Drawing covers for the thing. Okay. Really? Yeah. He He's posting pictures of, oh, look at all the plasters on my fingers. And... I've dislocated my my whatever what by whatever thing on my thumb, but I'm still drawing this cover, and I'm like, dude, what's with the wiping sympathy out your act? Career. Hello. I'm like, I'm like, what's with the sympathy act? Yeah, right. Firstly, right. firstly, I'm pissed off because today is supposed to be Batman Day. Okay. Right. Right. Okay. Fine. We've gotten over the fact that DC is never gonna celebrate Superman Day. Right. I don't know how they got fans together to do that video for his birthday, which was suggested by me. Let me just put this out there. It is on DC's website. They were doing a comic, un, you know, that unboxing thing where they reveal the comics for coming Wednesday. Yeah. And they ask, so when's Superman's birthday? And they say, oh, Clovis Lover says it's on February 29th. Uh, we can trust her because she knows the information. Well, that's Clark's birthday, yeah, because yes. that's one of them. He has another one. One, He has another one when the Kents adopted him and uh, found him and uh, registered him as their child, which is the 12th of June. Right. Um, and that's traditionally was Superman Day because it's during the summer, that sort of right. thing. Right, right. And, and February 29th when he comes around once, once every four years. Yes, right. Uh, yeah. So don't give them an excuse. Too, you don't give them an excuse. They already got one. Yeah. <laughs> Just not remind them. So traditionally, and this was in, you know, in the 1975-76 DC calendar, they had a day there, Superman Day, and it used to be something that they celebrated. Right. Right. And they've forgotten about him now. Right. Oh, well, Jim Lee doesn't like Superman. Hey, Jim Lee can, you know, do what? Uh, well, obviously he did something. Can we say New 52? And it's still continuing to this day. Dark Knight Metal wiped out both Superman and Wonder Woman. True. And the New 52 did the exact same thing. Yep. And the guy who's, the guy who's promoting the Dark Knight Metal not, is not Jeff Johns, not Dan DiDio. It's Jim Lee. So we know evil is behind this. And Jim right? Lee had absolutely you. nothing to do with rebirth. Well, you know what? If this is what it takes for him to just be away from Superman for a while, even though he's still killing him in some form, just, yeah, I, 
I'm ignoring the Dark Knight metal because I'm not bringing that into my life. That is evil. So I'm yeah. not bringing it anywhere you, into my house, into right. my life. Right. Yeah. Did you read my document I sent you? Because I wanted you to go over that. No. Okay. <laughs> so like I said, anyway. we had, I had I had internet problems uh, yeah. the whole week. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, so yeah, uh, the the listen, South Africa's trying to cut out internet. Yeah. And I know. if we don't keep an eye on them, we don't keep them honest. <laughs> like I had to phone my internet company and I'm like, hey, what's going on here? Yeah. No, 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 don't. And then they try to deny it, and I'm like, I have proof. Oh, what proof do you have? I have speed test proof. <laughs> yeah, really. Oh, so you have proof. So I was going to write this thing on my blog, um, and I wanted Tej mm-hmm. to look it over and see what she thought. I have added some things to it as well, but I have quotes. I will look it over. Yeah, I I'll have quotes from the Bible. Okay. Most people mm-hmm. learn about evil from the Bible because, you know, at least in our, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, I know. Okay, so... One of my one of my favorite podcasters has this on his website. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. Which pretty much is, mm. you know, like a Lois Lane thing too, and a Clark thing. Definitely, and yeah. a Diana thing, and and it says the unfruitful and a Batman thing, yeah. and a Batman thing, and and that's why I hate dark metal because what they're doing to Batman. I mean. Mm. You need to say what they're doing to Superman. Wonder when they need to take them out because you know Clark could get him get him out of there and using his heart or his powers one way or the other. But anyway, now so, Diana can lock that baby up with her lasso of truth. Right? Like, no, uh, get out, get out, get out of here. Bye. So get out of here. <laughs> it says the unfruitful works of darkness. Now, mm. New Fifty Two was about you know forever evil and. All that kind of dark, dark, dark stuff. Clark, you know, sucks mm-hmm. in darkness to have more power. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's and what did that gain them? They had to do rebirth and save the damn company. Exactly because they lost people, loyal buyers. Right, they lost them. Um. The other thing I mentioned in here is that heroism is about acts of character, the fulfilling of a higher purpose. This dark metal mm. does not do that. Mm-hmm. What is the higher purpose of dark metal? There is none. There is none. There's absolutely none. Yeah. Um, I also brought in the uh, the finest trick of the devil is to persuade you that he does not exist, which was a... a um, Phrase from Baudelaire, but was paraphrased in the Usual Suspects film. Mm. And you know, basically, you're going to get people say, "Well, it's just a comic book." I'm sorry, but there are more things going on in that comic book than just you know fairy tales. Yeah, I mean, we keep saying it. You know, why do we? Why do we always have to research Grant Morrison's work? Because it's rooted in realism. Right. It's rooted in science. It is rooted in mythologies. 
So we have to go and research it. And, and you know, I'm a firm believer in all mythologies have some root in truth. Right. Nobody just wrote these stories about gods and, and goddesses in ancient cultures or, you know, the supreme being in um, Judaism or, or in right. Christianity as well or the archangels, right? Nobody just writes these random things. There must have been some truth in them. They well, must have seen something. This, my study in the, on the Divine Council mm-hmm. takes in all of that and also the lesser gods that were troubling, you know, some of the prophets and stuff. They're real. Mm-hmm. They're, not fun, yeah. they're not fairy tales. They're real. They were real and they're still real to this day. And invoking yeah. them in a in a comic book is not good. Mm. Yeah. People, what you take in, see, people don't have any discernment nowadays. They, they you know, it's like a free for all. I'll take in yeah. everything. It, it's not going to matter. No, it does matter. You have to protect yourself from certain things. No, definitely, of course. You know, it's like that old saying, uh, or, or like in the mythology of. Vampires, for example. Right. Why did you, why did you put garlic or a cross or holy water? Right. To protect yourself from it. You know, you don't just say, "Hey, vamp, come into my house, fuck my blood." You know, and uh, it may be what I'm saying in a joking way, but what I'm talking about is real. And people who promote evil, right, or or Bring, you know, I love that saying that you that you said about good and evil in the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. Good and evil is always a choice. And that's the fundamental lesson you learn when you read Superman comics. Exactly. Which is, which is why I will always give a Superman book or a Superman comic that, you know, learn to read with Superman to a child. Because... I firmly believe Superman teaches people how to be good in this world. And, you know, it's it's that whole thing about someone asked me, what's this thing with Superman and LL people, right? And because they're, they're bringing up Laurie Lamaris, Lana Lang, and right. that new character that uh, Greg Pak uh, created Lee, Lee, Lee Lambert, right? Yeah. The only reason I remember her is because somebody literally just brought up her name during the week. And so I said, well, originally there were only two LL people, Lois Lane and Lex Luthor, and I'll tell you why. One represents choosing, Superman is offering the world a choice. He is some sort of, um, you know, the, the the comparisons have been made. He's some sort of messianic messiah sort of figure, and he gives you the choice. Humanity, you have a choice. You can be good or you can be evil. Lois Lane chooses to believe in him, mm-hmm. and Lex Luthor chooses to deny him. Right. Right. To say he is wrong. He is the false, you know, and that's why I love BVS because BVS shows, especially the ultimate edition, 
Lois Lane believes in his story and she goes out to find the truth. Lex Luthor is hell-bent on proving Superman is this false god, right? That he is flawed, right? right. right? And that is the fundamental foundations of every good Superman story. He stands there and he says, humanity, you have a choice, good or evil. It's, it's plain and simple. I don't, people mustn't tell me that, oh, there's grays in the world. No, it's black and white. It's good and evil. You have a choice. There comes a point, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there are grays in this world, but the problem, the problem of that is, is that there's going to come a moment Mm-hmm. where you're going to have to make that decision. And I, this is something I told my son when he went to college. I said, mm-hmm. the only thing I ask is that there's going to come a moment where you realize if you take one step in that direction, there's no going back. Mm, yeah. So all I, believe I, in all I tell yeah. you is don't dirty your soul. Mm. Yeah. And... Very, very wise words, yeah. And so that's what I find problematic with this Dark Knight Metal. It's like, oh, we'll play with evil all we want, but you can't do that. It's, you know, you, uh, you can't do yeah, that. It's you like are those literally brainwashing yeah. readers with this crap. Yeah, and even it's like at all the those, end of the, yeah. the thing... That they make it all nice, nice. People had to go through the evil swamp to get there, and mm-hmm. they've been tainted. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So I had another quote by Baudelaire. It says, "Evil happens without effort, naturally, inevitably. Good is always the product of skill." Mm. So Batman's got skill. Where in the hell is it? Yeah. That's what I was just saying. Where's his detective skills? You know, you know, where's where's his where's his 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 truth finding skills? That's the the whole thing about the Trinity is that each one can find the truth, right? Right. And and that's why we we loved the old Superman Batman comics because they were pure like detective novels, right? Because Clark's also a detective, especially when they brought Lois Lane in. I love those comics because it's it's it makes you think, and well, I'm, I, we asked this about the Dark Knight. What's it making you think about? And if people say, "Oh, comics don't make you think," I have I have to disagree because then I'm like, and what's the, what's the point of comics? Yeah, yeah. What's the point of reading something if you're not going to be thinking about it at the end of the day? Or at least talking about it, discussing it. Right. You know, that's why that's why I always say Batman v Superman is the ultimate comic book movie because people are still discussing it. Who's who's talking today about Captain America? Eh? Nobody. Who's talking about the Dark Knight? Nobody. Who's talking about Batman, the original one with Michael Keaton? Nobody. Who's talking about Batman v Superman? Everybody. Right. Whether you hate it or not, you know, it's you're talking about it. And well, 
It's getting you to think. It's getting you to look deeper. People today get Mm. most of their information from their entertainment. I mean, we've got people watching comedians for their news. Yeah. yeah. You all like that. To say it's just a comic book, no, because people take this stuff in, and it does mess with their spirit life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do you want to be the one that plants those seeds to these people's spirits? I don't. I definitely don't. there's a hell of a backlash that comes with that. Yeah, I told all my people that asked me, should I read this comic? I'm like, no. Ooh. Evil. It's so, evil. And I got a quote from the CEV translation of Ephesians 6.12. We are not fighting against humans. We are fighting against forces and authorities and against rulers of darkness and powers in the spiritual world. Okay, how is that not relevant to today? I was what we're just about, about to say that. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Uh, if you look at it, Right, humanity always says, "Oh, we're fighting against each other." No, uh, I just literally just watched Wonder Woman. It's an outside influence, right? right. Ares, the god of war, right? That forces the humans to fight against each other. Who's to say that didn't really happen in World War One? Right. Because if you look at it, right, you in your religion have demons and uh, the devil, right? Right. I have in my religion demons and a devil, right? right? So who's to say that it isn't all, for example, one evil realm, right? Exactly. Exactly. Whatever you want to call it. Exactly. And who's to say these things didn't influence World War One or World War Two or what we're going through now. Well, yeah. Do, right? you, do you think that wars just start because somebody shoots somebody? No. no there's it's a because lot of machinations a... behind the scenes where people are like, we're going to get rich if we go to war. Let's do it. Yeah. And is that not like one of the cardinal sins or something to lust or for, to be greedy for money and things like that? So... Well, they say the, you root, know, the root of all evils is the love of money. And you can see right. that. I mean, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not saying money is evil. Right? We need money, obviously, for food. No, it's the love of money. It's the love of money yeah. that is evil. Yeah. And for me, I always said, I just need enough money to be comfortable. I don't ever want, you know, fancy cars or 10-bedroom house or anything like that. I just need enough money for Wi-Fi so I can call you. Uh, <laughs> food so I don't die, you right, know. Right, right. Some, some, like, water well, so I don't think. <laughs> that's also in the Bible as well. If you're comfortable with what you have in that, you you know, you're like, okay, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm good, you know. And <laughs> But, you know, if you do that, you get blessed because 
you know, it's the people who are like, they could have a bajillion dollars and live and have five mansions and stuff, and they're still not pleased with what they they have. They want more, 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 which is basically the love of money. Mm, yeah. They, I don't understand yeah. people like that. Right. I know. Maybe I'll just raise differently. So I'm thinking, you know, somebody needs to, you know, I, I will say this. I am praying for Scott Snyder's family. And Scott. And 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 Jim Lee too. Because I You're I very generous. No, because that I feel for them. I think, you know, either they don't realize what they're doing or they do realize mm. but still they don't understand that their butt is gonna get bit beyond belief and tragedies are gonna happen if they continue to spread this evil and you know that you can know call me whatever been... you want but yeah. i'm sorry i've you know i've run across this kind of thing before and mm. it it's it's not good believe me i've seen some stuff in my day and i believe in karma right oh, yeah. oh, i think yeah. every I think every religion believes in some form of karma, right? Well, and evil itself, you may think that, oh, well, evil's going to give me all this power. I'm going to be able to do this. I will do what I will. La, 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 la. Mm. Evil's going to support me. He will turn around and bite them in the ass so bad they will never sit down again. You know, people, they, they only look at one side of the coin. Evil even says, by itself, and I'm I'm pretty sure this is correct in in your religion as well. Um, all everything comes at a price, oh, and yeah. people don't understand the price that you pay to get what you want. You think, oh, I'm going to get everything, but if you make a deal with devil, yes, what do you think is the ultimate price? And people will say, oh, well soul doesn't exist and stuff. What about your spirit? What about, you know, the soul exists. The soul, I believe the soul exists. I believe there's life energy. Everybody has that. And what do you think is the ultimate price at the end of the day if you commit evil? That is it. And you may say you don't need that. Just watch your words. Yeah. Yeah, I... So yeah, yeah. I, I do I pray critique. for them all for their protection, you know. But there is a price to be paid. But I'm, but mm. you know, I I still pray for them. Yeah. I won't Listen, read their this book. is my this is my holy month. So I'm not even going to read all of that stuff. Okay, all, all right. of this time is going to lead up to Diwali, which is the festival of literally. Good conquering over evil. It is the festival of light and hope. Right. And everything good in the world. So I'm not going to even read metal. Uh, you know, there was the other tie-ins that came out. I didn't even read Nightwing because that's connected to it. Yeah, it was a tie-in. Um, yeah. I think Flash was also connected to it this week. It was a tie-in. And I'm like, nah. Nah, you can keep right. all that evil to yourself. Yeah. You know, people think they should, like, learn from 
cautionary movies, you know, where all these children play with like Ouija boards and stuff and something, something bad happens, right? Yeah. People die and things in those movies. Well, well you, like, know, you know that Snyder researches this stuff. I would hope he researches this well, stuff and well, he's not just... Well, the thing about it is you don't throw out a name like Barbatos and not have done some kind of research. True. Because I didn't even know who Baba told So, was. you know, I don't care, you know, uh, he needs to armor up because the backlash is going to be horrible, horrific. I don't care how much mm-hmm. you love horror, you don't want that kind of shit happening to you or your family. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things, you know, and that's one of the reasons I wanted to write it in the blog was because, you know, the only thing necessary for a triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. True that. And, yeah. you know, if we can't say, hey, this is why I'm not reading your book, because I'm not going to be a party to this mess, you know, I've got better things to be doing. And earlier you brought up, you know, vampires, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Well, with this, this, study that I'm doing, um, the Amalekites, in, when Moses took the Isra- Israelites across, mm-hmm. you know, they went across the Red Sea, the parting of the Red Sea, blah, 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 there was this tribe yep. of Amalekites that would pick off the weak ones at the back, and God yes. told them yes. to kill their asses, okay? Mm-hmm. The Amalekites were vampiric people. Right there, you go. Who so says vampires don't exist? That, yeah, there's vampires. Yes, there were. They were vampiric people. You know, people don't understand that if you truly read the Bible and do the re- research, that it is wow. It is amazing, especially if you go back into the Hebrew or the Greek. For mm-hmm. instance, in the New Testament, it talks about the things that people get into that they shouldn't, and when they say sorcery, well, it's not necessarily sorcery. You go back and look at the Greek, it says pharmakia, which is the base word for pharmaceuticals. What is everybody Mm. taking now? Speaking of pharmaceuticals, I saw the funniest thing today, right, when uh, I went to, could we have like a, you know, it's like a homeopath where you get like right. Ayurvedic stuff and things, yes. right? Yeah. Uh, so you get. So I went to go and take some pure virgin olive oil and coconut oil and right. stuff. And you know, all my my oils, lavender and jasmine and all that. Yeah. Um, I do same thing. And so, I uh, listen. I believe in them. They help me. Oh right? yeah. I've got no back, no back aches from rubbing some oil. So right. I'm good. Uh, so anyway, I'm picking this up and I see this uh, poster and I actually wanted to take a picture, but I forgot because my sister started calling me. <laughs> um, no, she like, uh, she called me, where are you? Oh, pick up some stuff for me, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, um, so anyway, the poster says, if you don't, uh, 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 the, the wording was, uh, you don't have to vaccinate, right? 
And I'm looking at this and I'm thinking about how I was joking uh, when Superman was taking the vaccines to Africa and stuff. In the, I was like, we don't want your American vaccines, right? And it's like, ask your homeopath or your instructor or your guru, whatever, for alternates to this, right? Because like people are just taking, there's this thing now in Africa uh, where people just take the flu vaccine, right? And I'm like, do you all even know what the flu vaccine is, right? Because my sister does it. And I'm like, you know, you're injecting yourself with the virus. It's it's not a vaccine. It's not like some medicine to help you not get the flu. It's the actual flu that you are putting into your body, right? And so, yeah, you speak of pharmaceuticals as an sorcery and evil, yeah. But yeah, Did I get something. Cut off? No, I was on mute. <laughs> something that was okay. written two thousand years ago is telling us now, because we really didn't uh-huh. take all that many pharmaceuticals years ago, a hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. Now we are, and it's telling us that's sorcery. Right now, something very strange. Right, that's in the Old or New Testament. New Testament. Okay, but what is strange is we have a similar thing mm-hmm. in our in our in our religious books, right? Right. Where it says you shouldn't um, like bastardize the pure form of herbs. Right. Right. You shouldn't mess with it. You shouldn't tamper with it. You should have things in its natural forms. So if you're having ginger. Right. Have it like it's supposed to be taken. Don't have it in an injection or in, you know, whatever. And that's why I think um, we still cook. You know, when, when we cook, we put all the whole spices. And right. It's not, it's not supposed to be like ground or anything. And, you know, we, we put the whole chili inside and you eat it. Mm-hmm. That sort of thing. Right. And... You know, that that's like, because that exact phrase that you said, like that pharmaceuticals or like messing with its true form is not allowed. So right. it's, that's what I'm saying. Religions have similarities, so it, there must be some truth in it. Exactly. The other thing about yeah. pharmaceuticals is they can't patent herbs. Mm. Okay, so they can't make any money off them, and right. they're and they're criminalizing marijuana, which has many uses other than getting high. True. So, yep. what the devil does, and what pharmaceutical companies do, is they make imitations. Mm-hmm. And the imitations, you know, are what gets everybody in trouble. Yeah, like I was telling my grandmother a few years ago that she shouldn't be taking these pain medication that she was taking. Uh-huh. Research is done on it, right, by this um, investigative journalist. It's like got heroin in it, but like, you know, like you said, 
um, people are trying to ban marijuana. So it's it's like a similar thing that you're just saying. Where they take it and they make an imitation of it and they pass it off to you. Right. Yeah. Marijuana, people. Half the people in India are on marijuana. And they live to like 100 years old. Yeah. So people, yeah. I was allowed to, I'd plant a tree in the back and like, well, leaf. people use it for pain relief and pain management. I mean, you know, there's all kinds of uses for it. I mean, plus, you know, you could use the plant itself to make different, you know, Tea. products other than drugs, you know? Yeah. Like hemp and all that kind of stuff. And, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. no. Marijuana tea. Yeah. And we can't, we can't have that because... You know, and then if they do legalize it, the government is going to manufacture GMO marijuana. Ah, uh, yeah, no, gross. What is with it you is. guys and GMOs? Right. Yeah. It's because or uh, turn of the uh, yeah, turn into the 1900s, the chemical companies started up. Mm. Like Monsanto. The chemical companies. The chemical know, companies are the mafia. Yeah. Oh, they're the cabal of the world. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. we had petroleum products, you know, things like um, we have a thing, it was linseed oil and something else, which they said, oh, well, we can't get whale blubber anymore, so you can make candles out of this. It's, it was called Crisco. But then people started using it instead of lard. Which mm-hmm. is big no-no because it was a trans fat, and I don't know how many decades people were using Crisco before somebody said, "Well, you know, causing our disease." That's not good stuff. for you, yeah, right? So yeah, you la- you'd rather have the lard. You're better off having. Yeah, the lard I, has vitamins know, love... in it, especially if it's grass-fed. Which in those days everything was grass-fed. There was no mm-hmm. GMO grain-fed. How... Yeah, I love how people. Um, originally, I remember when I was going to school, and I used to have always butter in my sandwiches, full yeah. fat, yep. milk, yep. cheese, all that, right? Right. And they said, oh, well, that's why you're overweight. And I said, no, I'm overweight because I eat too much and I don't exercise. Right. 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 <laughs> that's why I'm overweight. Uh, but I'm probably healthier on the inside than all of you eating your margarine oh, yeah. and and your fake no no fat cheese and you oh, know God. you know all that and lo and behold one of my friends uh young right so went to school with me had like a bypass and I was like what you know you read this on Facebook and you're like. What? Right. And I saw that margarine you were eating. Yeah. My my cholesterol's fine. Yeah. Yeah, mine is too. And I I get raw milk, which in this country, you know, some states don't allow you to get raw milk mm. at all. And other states, like my state, you have a herd share. You purchase, uh, you have make a contract with a farmer that you own part of the herd, mm-hmm. and you can get milk cool. from your own cow. You know. Cool. But yeah, some states, nice. some states do sell it outright. I think California sells there outright. Um, some only sell it as pet food. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm buying it for my cat. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, people go across the state line and go, yeah, I'm buying it for my cat. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, and we can, you know, this is totally off subject, but when we get on the raw milk and what happened and all that, you know, for centuries people ate raw milk, okay? The population yeah. didn't die off. True. Because people live I mean, to be 95, 100. Hello? For centuries, for centuries people had animal fat, yep. right? Because that, that you didn't get oil from right. the seeds and stuff. Right. You got it from the animals. Mm-hmm. For centuries, people had animal fat. They had full milk from the cow, not homogenized, not pasteurized, right? right. They, they, they then discovered, ooh, we can whip it and make butter. Ooh. Um, and we can make cheese, and we can make all these wonderful yeah. things Butter's from this not natural that hard product. To make. It's just surprising. No, me. yeah. Everybody says, "Oh, we well, have to churn it." And I go, "Okay, this is what you do: you take the milk, you put it in a quart jar, and you shake it for twenty minutes, and you'll have a ball of butter mm-hmm. in there and buttermilk." True. Really? Yeah. yeah, it's that easy. It's that easy. You just shake it. You just have to be patient. Yeah, we you put just it keep in a, shaking it. it. You're yeah. like watching TV or whatever, and just keep shaking your your milk, and, and boom, you got ama- butter. Amazingly, amazingly, you do the same thing with ice cream. You just put ice in there, and you make sure you got full fat cream. Yep, and it turns into ice cream. Yeah. So any anyway, uh, it's not that hard, people. Okay, it's no. not that hard. And so, so you can the, make peanut butter too. Just the comment put is, in the food processor. Yeah. Oh, peanut butter. Yeah. Put in the food processor. Five minutes later, you got peanut butter. You take dry yeah. roasted peanuts. You put them in the food processor. Five minutes later, you got you got creamy peanut butter, and that mm-hmm. all that's in it is peanuts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't make homemade peanut butter because peanuts is too expensive. Like right. two hundred bucks, two hundred bucks for a kilo. You know. Yowza. I'm like, meh. Yeah. I'm like, meh, meh. I don't want to go bankrupt. <laughs> I'll buy this. I'll buy this non-GMO. Well, and homemade the, the peanut thing, butter. <laughs> I think our point is is to go for the real stuff, mm. not imitations. The devil will create imitations and tell you the real stuff is bad. True. Your, yeah. the, the free God-given stuff mm-hmm. is bad for you. Here, use this imitation, and that's basically—it's still a fight between good and evil, and making those choices. And I guess mm. what I'm saying is, is that I want people to be aware that they can make a choice, and if they yep. choose to just be a zombie and take in whatever into their psyche their spirit, then there's going to be a price to pay. Mm-hmm. You see, the problem is, and this is a scary pandemic that is happening, and I say it every week, is that people choose not to educate themselves. Right. They choose to not have the correct tools available or the correct skills, as you said, right? Right available at them to them when they're making their decisions and that is the scary thing because that means evil is winning yeah evil is taking away your choice and you're not even doing a goddamn thing about it to fight it off you're you're just 
accepting it. You're accepting 140 characters on Twitter and not researching beyond that. You're, you know, choosing a sound bite here and a sound clip there. And you just, you read a word in a comic and you don't see what's behind that word. You know, who is this character? Where did this character come from? Um, and yeah, you know, with you and me, we go and we research. We say, oh, who's this person, DC Comics? Has this person shown up before? Okay, not in DC. Search wider. Like, okay, we knew who Ulysses was, right? Right. With the whole uh, Homer and the, and the Greek mythologies and that, right? right? Ulysses, right? Right. But you want to research and, and go and study Ulysses' story to see... Why exactly did Jeff Johns use Ulysses? Right. Right? Why does this person use this name? Or what word did Grant Morrison use in this book? I've never seen this word before. Let me go and research it. People these days just read, take in, and they just hold on to it, you know? And it's like, why are you doing? Why are you just being like a potato sitting there just soaking it up, you know? Why are you being like a like a sponge soaking it up and holding on to it and not researching what you're holding, what you're letting into your body? Well, and I think part of it is is that there could be a trust thing going on here. They trust comic books. Mm-hmm. You know, cuz comic books are like, you know, supposed to be like fairy tales or whatever. There's no harm done, right? But right. what we're saying about this particular series is that, yeah, there's harm done. Mm. Be careful. If you want to go there, that's your choice. But don't say we didn't warn you. True. I yeah. mean, yeah, at, the end, at the end of the day, it's people's choices. What right. you want to read, what you want to watch. Right. But if you, they don't, don't, you don't, yeah. If they don't yeah, know like they you have don't a choice. You don't want to watch Suicide Squad. Yeah. yeah. If they don't know they have a choice, they're just going along mm. their merry way thinking, oh, well, this is nothing big deal. I'll just skip over that word. I don't care. That still mm. doesn't mean that it's not getting into their psyche, into their spirit. Mm. Yeah. Your subconscious will hold on oh, to that yeah. word. Oh, yeah. And then you're And then you're damaging it when you dream. You're going to be dreaming about this word and not remember it, but your soul is now being exposed to this. So you need to know what you are taking in. Yeah, and once you take something like that in, then other hmm. things appear. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I always believe, or there's this this practice that I believe in, where, and it's more a spiritual thing, it's not a religious thing, where if you take something evil in to sort of, negate it, take something good in. Yeah. So, like, I read Dark Knight Metal, and I did not like it, right? Because it says, Batman is the root of all evil. His blood sacrifice, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to repeat it, right? You know what happens. Right, and he's going to sacrifice a baby, which is another biblical thing that you're never supposed to do. Exactly, right? Even if it was Dark Side, I don't care. It's still a baby. It's still a baby, and the whole reason why they made Darkseid into a baby was to try and wash him off his sins so that he could relive again and be good. Uh, but anyway, 
right? So then I didn't like it. So I went and I read Wonder Woman and I went and I read <laughs> Superman. Yeah. The two things that, that they just so happen, you know, to be uh, sucking the life out of in DC, uh, Dark Knight Metal. And, you know, it's it's action comics was, we were talking about Jorel, right? He said, Oh, all people are evil. And we're like, No, Jorel, you influenced them. Yes. Yeah, he did. You you made it. and that's a better story, I think, than metal because it's saying, it's giving you the choices, it's showing you. Well, what do you think Jorel did? You know? Yeah. And that's a much more smarter narrative where right. it's Presenting you with the choices and you make your own decision on that. And I think, too, it shows you're seeing it from the perspective, the reader's seeing it from the perspective that, oh, Jarrell is messing with these people. Mm-hmm. Where the other one is, it's subtle. It's like under the radar for people. Exactly. Yeah. And that's not good. Mm-hmm. You know, in action, it was more, you know, you saw that Jarrell was manipulating these people, yet, you know, to the point where, you know, they m- at one point must have accepted the mark of Oz. You exactly. Know, and so, therefore, they're going to act a certain way. But it was their right. choice. Where the other way, the reader doesn't realize it has a choice. Mm. Yeah. Yep, that's the difference between Dan Jurgens and, I guess, Scott Snyder. Didn't think I'd say that. I thought Scott was one of the good writers. Um, maybe he doesn't know what he's doing, but I don't think he's that uh, ignorant. Well, I know he I likes believe. horror. Yeah, but this is taking it a bit far. Yes, there's a thin line that you have to watch. There's a thin line between horror and... Spiritually damaging, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And and I don't have a problem with horror, right? I'm not it's wild about just, it. I think it's stupid. Um, <clears throat> I I didn't say I like it. I, said I don't <laughs> have a problem with it, right? We Because, let's face it, we need horror to sometimes expose, like, vampires and right. werewolves. And those sorts of things, because you're not going to get them in a pretty fairy tale, right? Right. Um, you need science fiction to expose the different worlds out there. Yeah, I. And yeah, I don't. That sort of thing. Yeah, but you know, slasher films. But, you know, the only the only thing horror is like the startle moment, and you know, and then the rest of it's just stupid. Exactly. For me, right? but what I'm saying is, but what I'm saying is, you. Horror is a genre, okay, but evil is not a genre. No, it is evil. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, he went one step yeah. too far with this one. I think yeah, invoking like what you said, the Duke of Hell, or and sacrificing a baby, and you know, sacrificing Bruce Wayne's blood. And that sort of thing, and, and, draining, and draining and draining the the life force of of hope and truth and justice and and clarity and analytical thinking, yeah, 
No, Scotty. Um, I think you went too far. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's the other thing that pisses me off, and I must have put it in a different place. Hold on. Hold on a minute. I'll find it. Where no problem. Okay. No problem. I must have changed it online. Um, the solicit for December. Yeah, not much lowest there. No, I'm talking about the dark metal one. Oh, I don't even read. I, I well, but it gets worse. Box. That's just my point. It gets worse. Ugh. Hold on. Okay. Let me okay. find it. I put it somewhere. Let me see if it's here. I will tell people, go read Batman. It's a better story. Yeah. Okay, here's the solicit for December. Okie dokie. The Justice League faces the final extinguishing of our world, invaded on oh. all sides by unimaginable nightmares, fueled on to, to the edge of oblivion only by the belief that there might must be a light in the endless darkness somewhere. But what if there's not? Oh, I don't like that part. Okay, when I read a comic book, there better be some frickin' hope in it. There better be a good, yeah, there better be, like, a happy ending, okay? Well, I don't even know a happy ending, but the thing about it is, is we're going to have to go through, I mean, I'm not reading it anymore, but people who are reading this are going to have to go through a hellish mosh pit of evil, and they might not get any light or hope at all. What does that do to people? Definitely a Jim Lee baby. Like, how did Jim Lee, does he have, like, dirt? On Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo, I don't think so. I don't think they're like dirty people. Uh, well, and did he say does one? I mean, I one don't know. never knows. True. And you know, how did how does the person who wrote Superman Unchained go and write this? Superman Unchained was such a good story, such a hopeful. He he changed uh what was that guy's name? Uh the big the big big dude. The like big dude. The like person we thought was evil, he was working for the government, he like looks like dark side but not uh what was his name? Looks like that. Oh well in Unchained, the man he he fights. The monster thing he fights. What is his name? I don't remember. But anyway, you know, he he changes that guy's... It's going to bother me. Hold on. Let me check it. Well, there was was like a gang of... Named after some Irish rebellion thing. And... Yeah. Yeah. And then there was... How many years has it been since I read this? Uh, I remember Superman having armor, which I thought, that is... So unnecessary on so many levels. Yeah, that that was a Scott Snyder thing. He no, liked... I think it was a Jim Lee thing. True, it could be. I was just about to say, oh, Jim Lee drew it. He could have yeah. wanted to... Yeah. I want to draw Superman in armor. And he, you know, he sabotaged the hell out of that book. It was like yeah. over 200,000 issues for how many months? Three months. And then Jimbo decides, oh, I got to cancel and resolicit. I love this. When I Google Superman Unchained, yeah, the first book that shows up is that clothes cover. 
Do you think that a cover with Lois on it would sell? Is that the one with well, Jose, Ray, Garcia? Ray, yeah. that, Ray, that's his name. Oh, um, that's Ray. Yeah. Ray. Because yeah. we had Wrath and Ray. Remember? Yes. Yes, I remember. And anyway, um, and remember we we called him Ras because we didn't know how to pronounce his name. Well, it had the and I then, in it, and I'm like, well, no, it's race. Okay, but we kept. And then oh, and yeah. then I was like, and then I'm like, is it Ras? Is it race? Is it real? What, what is it? <laughs> anyway, but anyway, he influences race at the end of the book yes. to sacrifice himself. Right? He says. Go Superman because remember uh, Superman um, because Lex Luthor gave him that injection of solar power he was like his cells were breaking down as well and he needed to like chill um, and so Ray says go Superman the world needs you it's like sort of Steve Trevor saying I can save you can I can save today but you can save tomorrow to Diana <laughs> Anyway, um, I didn't even watch. I didn't even watch his death. I never watched it, it yet. I thought you were watching it. No, I couldn't watch his death. It mm. break down so many times. Uh, but anyway, yeah, you know, it's it's like that. How does someone who wrote the story now go and write? Let's sacrifice Superman's life energy. I believe Jim Lee's behind this. Somewhere. Yeah. yeah. And I think they've gone uh-huh. a step too far. And my, a step too far, yeah. My worry is is that it'll be more than a step too far. They'll just go down that path. Yeah, they're going they're gonna go down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Well, I hope that there is light at the end of the tunnel because that's what I hope for all the time. Um, I'm going to go read Grant Morrison because, you know, even if sometimes I don't understand Grant, Grant has all the the thing, all, every element in the story. He has hope. Mm-hmm. He has, you know, there can be evil in it. It, it. it could be, you know, there's conflict and things like that. But Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah Grant Morrison has Superman. a giant bat. Yeah, he has a giant bat floating with one eye in the sky. That's <laughs> evil, right? Yeah. But he has, oh, you know, like you said, it's not just doom, gloom. It's there's some kind of hope at the end of it. Right. So how many issues and, is there supposed to yeah. be that dark metal? I don't know. It, a lot. A lot. And there's a lot of tie-ins. But thankfully, it's not tying in with any Superman books. Damn right. So yeah, well, I, I, I thought that was Superman yeah. in the book. True. Yeah, I thought that was weird because I remember reading um, the checklist that DC had for it, and you know they had uh, Metal Green Arrow, they got Metal Nightwing, but they had no Metal Superman, and I was like, hmm, okay. Superman must not like heavy metal then. Well, Superman. I mean, Lois had. You know, they always had to take Clark out. And they had to take Diane out, apparently, too. So 
So right, because Greg Raka just made her the symbol of of truth and and you know enlightenment. So if you have that there, you can't have evil. <laughs> right, and Clark, they always have to take out. You know, it's that whole True. thing where they say, well, you know, if we had Superman, he could take care of it in three seconds. You know. So yeah, it would be yeah. a very short episode or a very short story. So they have to take Clark like, out. Yeah, like um, there was this, the stupidest thing I've ever seen on Twitter. Uh, you know that, that retweet or like, right? Who wins in a battle, Superman or Iron Man? I'm like, what? Superman? Seriously? Superman? How is Iron Man even going to win? Then some, some Marvel fan comes, right? And they're like, well... If Iron Man discovers about kryptonite, and I'm like, yes, of course, kryptonite. Lex Luthor, with all his wealth and resources, only has a fragment of it. Batman has spent years and put millions and billions into research and development to find kryptonite, all the sources on planet Earth and the moon. And he only has about 10 pieces of kryptonite. And suddenly, Iron Man's going to discover all about Krypton. He's going to discover all about Kryptonite. He's going to then, in the middle of this battle, go and find Kryptonite, one of the rarest substances on Earth. You know, it's not found in the corner store. He's then going to weaponize it and use it against Superman. In the meantime, Superman can just disarmor him, shut off his Wi-Fi connection, and do its beat. Oh, here's the short answer to that one. Superman can't get drunk. Oh, ouch. I should have said that. Oh, that's so funny. I should be like, I don't be like, Superman doesn't need Wi-Fi. <laughs> you know. Oh, but anyway, yeah. Okay, so we had quite yeah. a few books this week. Uh, Nightwing was a tie-in to Dark Metal. I kind of looked through it, kind of, then I was like, no, that's not for me. I uh, saw I saw the previews. I saw Harley Quinn. I saw Night... Um, uh-uh. I'm done with Harley Quinn. Honestly. Oh, yeah, she ain't the queen make, of DC. Yeah, she's now... Yeah, because she's been a, in existence for 25 years, so now she's, like, going to take over Batman Day. With my celebration, I've been around longer than Harley Quinn. I want to. I want a day for myself. I want a day for freaking Superman. Hello. Mm. Um. Okay. So Who we that? had we yeah. had um Green Arrow. I read Green Arrow. That was a good book. Very good. Very good. It was yeah. Super Sons. Uh huh. I don't know what's happening in Super Sons. Did Damien now? Is he young again? Okay. I was like, what is happening? Uh, Where are we? <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> Justice League. Uh, I like Justice League. Yeah. Now, I, I have apologized. I've apologized profusely to Brian Hitch because I'm like, well, he made Lois kind of important in the story. Oops. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. yeah, she gave old Batman what for, didn't she? She hey, she whacked evil Aquaman over the head, uh, and she's like, "You leave my husband alone, Arthur." And yeah, that's it. It's uh, starting to told, get interesting. Yeah. Justice League's starting to get interesting. Very interesting. I just—it's so many questions, and yeah. that's what we like. Right. Books that that in, that 
invigorate your mind with right. positivity. You're like, what is happening? What are the children evil? Is is Aquaman evil? <laughs> Who is he working for? Yeah. What's happening? Is is it Wonder Woman? Does Wonder Woman go batshit crazy? Is it the new Fifty Two Wonder Woman? Is she coming back? Oh, good Did God, she no. go evil? Um, Did she go evil? Didn't you say something to me that Dr. Manhattan was the new 52 Superman? Oh, yeah. I've been watching Watchmen. Hey, who oh, watches okay. the Watchmen? Who watches the Watchmen? Dejna. Um, <laughs> and Dejna does, yeah. And I... um. It's actually, I, listen, I don't know how closely the movie is related to the comics. Right. Because I did I did see a lot of stuff that Zack Snyder changed a lot of things, right? Yeah, right. And because, like, Zack Snyder encourages positivity and he's not just going to make something for making it, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, I was watching the movie and I found... And the reason why I watched it because um, Jeff Johns tweeted out the covers for uh, Doomsday Clock number two, right before yeah. the solicits came out. Yeah. And and then I saw okay, so Lex Luthor and Ozzy Mandius is gonna meet. What's up with this button, yo? Like the button's floating everywhere. <laughs> and so I was like, I have to do. I have to see something so I know what's going on with these characters in Watchmen, right? Right. And so I watched Watchmen a, a couple of times, and I made like character. Um, okay, so Owl Man is like this, right? Uh, Silk Spectre is like this. Right, Ozymandias is like this, right? So right. I have some sort of character reference when we when we do eventually go through Doomsday Clock. Oh, okay. And Doctor Manhattan is a very interesting character. I don't know if it's just the movie, if it's the actor, or you mean Billy Fratup? Yeah. Um, or I like him. He's a good actor. Actually, he's a very good actor. He's a very compelling actor, even when he has and clothes on. Especially when he has clothes. Oh no, I didn't even know. Not especially swinging. even when he has clothes on. Yeah, I didn't even notice his dick wogging around because I was actually paying attention to the movie now. Um, well, you were, yeah, but not all the parts then, obviously. <laughs> listen, you just listen, listen. The, that's what I'm talking about. He's such a compelling actor. I was watching his dialogue delivery, not his dick, right? And so anyway. <laughs> Yeah, okay, yeah, I didn't notice anything. Anyway, okay. so, yeah, and I was, Dr. Manhattan is actually a very interesting character because right. he starts off, he is human, right? Right. And he falls in love, and he's going to, like, get married to this woman, and he's working on the Manhattan Project. right. Right? Who says you don't learn anything from comics? I learned about the Manhattan Project from comics. And then my father watches this TV series. And he's like, did you know they did this? I'm like, yes. It's called Dr. Manhattan. That's where I learned it from. Uh, it was originally and, Captain Adam. Okay. Originally Captain. Anyway. Oh, sure and, so, and so then we, yeah, and then we go through his 
character transformation, right? right. Um, and he loses his humanity, right? And I'm as I'm watching this, I'm like, hmm, hmm. This is getting more like Superman. It's getting more like Superman. New Fifty Two Superman. And because he goes to the point where he just abandons Earth and right. goes to Mars. Right. 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 And I'm thinking, well, didn't Superman do that in the New Fifty Two? Yeah. You know, he 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 went doomsday. He got the virus. He just flew off into space. You know, bye. Well, he also visited Mars in action. But I'm not I'm not counting action because action is when he had his humanity, right? True. And then afterwards, right now, as we get, so now Doctor Manhattan had humanity, so that's action comics, right? And then as we get into the latter half of the timeline, he loses it, right? Right. And so, remind, refresh my yeah. memory: was New Fifty Two Superman Red Superman or Blue Superman? Red. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's because of the wish and all that we were thinking. He, yeah, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So he and wasn't so then, blue like Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> no, he was not blue. No. Okay. And, and, um, but interesting fact, what color is associated with Captain Atom is red. Red. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. And then, uh, eventually, the thing that sort of shakes him is uh okay, it's Silk Spectre number two. So this is Silk's the original Silk Spectre and the comedian's daughter, right? Right, right. And from and rape. She, she not from rape, right? He tries to rape her and then he's not successful because the other members come in and mm. they stop him. They get together afterwards. Which makes no I'll sense. Which makes no sense. Right. Right. And that's what her husband actually says. He's like, that goddamn makes no sense. He tried to rape you and you go have a child with him. And she's like, it was a mistake. I'm like, no, it wasn't. No, you kid. Chose, what, what, you what, chose what, that. At what point <laughs> was it a mistake? Afterwards? I mean, come on. <laughs> you chose that. Yeah, right? that's what we're talking yeah. about. If Choices, he didn't rape her right? again, then yeah, she chose. Yeah, and so anyway, but Laurie is for me. I can't stand her in this movie. She just reminds me too much of Tiara, right? Right, because Manhattan can never do anything to to make her happy, mm-hmm. and she's the sort of princess character, right? She Nobody can do anything to make her happy, and she leaves one, and then she goes after the other, and then uh, she has a fling with Owlman, and then she still wants Manhattan because he's powerful, and I'm like, New 52, Wonder Woman. Yes. (laughs) Right? And so then I'm going through the thing, and I'm like, Dr. Manhattan did create the New 52 because he says, I'm going off to create... Uh, yeah. So at the end of the story, at the end of the story, he has to leave Earth, his Earth, because what had happened was Ozymandias uh, created... Um, so the world is on the brink of nuclear destruction, right? Mm-hmm. 
And it, you know, it's based loosely on the Cold War, Russia versus right, America, right, that right. sort of thing. And so Ozymandias sets off controlled nuclear explosions that mimic Dr. Manhattan's powers. Right. So he frames, so he frames, he creates these devices, right? And he frames Dr. Manhattan. So right. millions of people die around the world. But for some odd reason, the human race unites together. Uh, everybody, all countries, all races, all creeds, everybody, all sexes. Because they want to fight Dr. Manhattan as the threat to them. And I'm thinking, you're just a man, right? Everybody's afraid of him. Uh, and Lex Luthor shows that to them, you know, that sort of thing. And so he has to leave Earth because he can't stay there anymore because he's a hunted and wanted man. <gasps> like, you're 52 Superman in that god-awful savage dawn. <clears throat> and... Vandal Savage is yeah. in the Antarctic, too. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. And so he tells Laurie, right, you've inspired me uh, because you've shown me life is, I don't know, I still don't know how she showed him this, but anyway, uh, you've shown me life is precious and blah, 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 and I'm going off to another galaxy. Maybe I'll make my own life, right? Right. Yeah, And I'm thinking, oh my God, he went off and he made the New 52. And now he's pissed because Superman came back and fixed everything. You know, Superman was like, I'm in convergence. There's a, there's a rumble in the air. Right. Hold up. Right. Something's wrong here. He fixes everything, right? Because that's the whole thing about Rebirth is that Superman caused the disturbance. Right? Supposedly. And yeah. it's Superman and it's Wally. Right? Right. And it's the two things that were missing. And Donna Troy. From the, and Donna Troy. Right? As soon as Donna discovers, well, I don't know. I don't even know how she discovered that she wasn't Clay or whatever. Whatever. The, I, don't, I didn't read Meredith Finch's Donna Troy story. Um, but anyway. It doesn't matter to you. Probably didn't tell you doesn't, anything. It doesn't matter. Anyway. And the whole watch thing, right, with uh, Dr. Manhattan is that his father was a watchmaker. Yeah. And, and his father used to make him unassemble and reassemble watch, old-fashioned watches with their cogs and stuff. Right. And and he would say, you need to learn the intricate art of where everything goes together. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he really got that because he doesn't nope. get life. No. Nope. Right? But he he doesn't get humanity. That we're all different cogs, but we work together. Right. right. And so he goes off to create life. But if he doesn't understand humanity. Right. And if he doesn't understand life. Right. He obviously created a screwed up version of it. Right. So yeah. I can definitely see uh that he got pissed off that Superman spoiled his plans. Well, I mean, nobody else 
Besides, God can take that job. You know what I'm saying? Even Superman doesn't take that job. He like no, yeah, no. And he could if he wanted to. You know, so he's smart enough. It makes me wonder why did Jarrell mm-hmm. pick the moniker Mister Oz? Well, I still think it has something to do with the Wizard of Oz. I don't think it has anything to do with Ozymandias. I think Jorel is the person behind the curtain that's trying to help Superman. He got a funny way of you know, it. Well, you know how the, the wizard was hiding behind the curtain and he had a funny way of showing it to Dorothy, you know? Uh, the wizard he wasn't was, a very... He was paranoid. Yeah. Exactly. Jorel's paranoid. Jorel was like, the world's coming to an end. The world's coming to an end, people. Well, so, you know, he was right. He was right, but yeah, I think Jorel. I do not, in my core, believe Jorel could ever be evil. So I believe he is going to help Superman. I think he's from another dimension, but inevitably, okay. being around Clark is going to make him mm-hmm. see that you know all this because he's got anger issues, obviously. I mean, he destroyed the freaking Kent. Yeah. And, I think being around the whole family, the new Kent family, mm-hmm. is going to change him. Definitely when he has that talk with Lois, Lois going to be like, sit down, here's some pie, here's some coffee. You're well, crazy. If he, You're crazy. If he makes the bad move and does something to Lois, Clark will be kicking some butt. He don't care who mm-hmm. he says he is. The other thing is, you know, he says he's been watching Clark and he's been watching his son. But, you yep. know, he never mentions Lewis, the human. True. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I want the Kents back. The heck with, you know, Darth Jor. I don't care. <laughs> Darth Jor. Spring. <laughs> Mom, pa back, damn it. True. Okay. Um, Mom, pa back. Yeah. But you know what I really liked um, about the reveals of the covers? Well, there was some Lois Lane ro- role player account that I followed, and she went all Lois Lane on that. She's like, Jeff, this cover means you're bringing back the JSA. This cover means Lex Luthor is going to meet Ozymandias. And this is the character that, and nobody's like, like, who's this person? What costume is this? Is this Harley Quinn? Like, what, what, you know, who, whose costume is this? She's like, this person was married to Alan Scott, the original Green Lantern. This is Molly, somebody Scott. Before they yeah. made him gay in Earth 2. Before they made him gay in Earth 2. Yeah. I remember that one. I was like, what? Okay. Um, yeah, she was like, so the JSA is coming back. I was like, Jeff, she's on to you. Lois is on to you. Yeah. Um, funny, funny, funny. Yeah. The I didn't read it. I don't know why I didn't read it. Wonder Woman, Conan, Trinity, Oh, Batman, Don't read Wonder Woman. And don't Superman. read Wonder Woman, Conan. Don't read Wonder Woman. Okay, Conan. I won't. It's 
It's I've read it. It is Gail Simone's, for lack of better word, wet dream of Conan and Wonder Woman. Uh, and as a couple, yeah. As a hot, yeah, as a hot like doing it couple, yeah. Like they're chained together. Yeah, they're like chained together. Lips and chains and stuff. Oh, great. Uh, Superman, Batman, Trinity. Okay. So, what book do you want to talk about first? Trinity, because it's very quick. (laughs) Superman's possessed. Woo! Oh, yeah. I'm like, seriously? I like, we, we haven't seen this before, Ollie. Oh, God. Wasn't he just possessed by Parallax? Yes. So, I yeah. Was possessed by a demon. Like, seriously? Clark is the the biggest symbol of, like, lack of better word, holiness, right? right. And you go and possess him with a demon. Like, that demon, you know, that's why I love Superman versus... Uh, What's his name? Dracula, because Dracula tries to bite him. <laughs> but Superman's filled with solar, pure power energy, and he just tries Dracula. And I'm like, yes. Okay, you know, so, that's, that's yeah. Light and hope. Light and hope. Yeah, they're always trying to take the light and hope out of Clark. I don't know why. Why he, bother? His blood is pulsing with it. Yeah, you can't take it away from him. And so now you're going to fight the Trinity. Oh, la, well, la, la, la. which one? I mean, they only got seven of them in here. Oh, he's going to hey, fight the, Batman the, and Wonder Woman, right? Yeah, Tony Daniel did like a um, mock cover of his romance um, cover where the one power couple was fighting the other power couple and now it's Superman fighting Wonder Woman. And I'm like, oh. Because, you know, Clark's susceptible to magic, and so the mm-hmm. demon got him. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I like in the olden days when Clark was protected by every ma- good magic. You know, he had light magic within him because people were like, we don't want you to be susceptible to magic. So he went around to all, like, the gurus and sages and all the different people in the world, and they fooled him with light magic so that no evil could possess him. Well, and that's basically what this is. I mean, they call it magic, but it's evil. Uh-huh. Clark should never be susceptible yep. to the evil. Yep. So, anyway. Uh, Batman. Did you read Batman? I did, but What's I good? just... Sort of, I sort of skipped some of the parts, like, yeah, with, what, like with, with Kite Man. You mean <laughs> with Kite Man and Killer Croc? Yeah, I was like, oh. yeah, whatever. Yeah, I did too. Uh, my favorite yeah. line. My favorite line was when Catmoon was in it, and Bruce like, "I'm so sorry for putting you in that position," and she like, "Please don't apologize for putting me in any position." Yeah, I know. Like, I was like, "You go, girl." I'm like, I'm like woo. Thinking heated up there. I just so, want to see the. I just want to see Bat Cat. Yeah, I mean, that's all I wanted to see. So Joker's got Kite Man up there, and he's got a knife, and he's threatening, you know, Kite Man, and 
going nuts. And so Riddler has teamed up with Bats because that's mm. the Bats chose that. And so he, you know, he's not going to go up there. He sends, dun dun dun, cat. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so she's crawling up the side of the building. She goes, I see him. Meow. Office 73rd floor, as you said, Bat. He's stabbing a guy. <laughs> and so <laughs> Joker looks up and goes, What, you? And she's like, Oh! And he goes, uh, so he starts shooting at her, and of course he cracks the glass on the window. She's falling through the air, and and that's where we get later. You know, this is supposedly before Bruce proposes to Selena, and he says, you know, about the position thing. So Cat's falling through the air. She says, and he's going, Cat. <laughs> he goes, she goes, I'm here, Bat. Just give me a a moment. <laughs> so she. Lands on a roof and, or no, she breaks through another window on a different floor. And she goes, cat. She goes, the glass. He shot through the glass. There are no triggers on the glass. And there's a way in through the window, he tells Riddler. And he says, and Riddler says, and where are you going? He says, you're the Riddler. Figure it out. (laughs) So, um... So then, Kite Man and Killer Croc get involved. Like Kite Man and Killer Croc. Yeah. <laughs> and then they all have kites on, including Riddler. And they're, and they're flying. Yeah. And Batman has a kite. And I'm like, I what guess it is happening? Yeah. And so, it wasn't Kite Man that Joker was slicing on. He goes, why did the man toss or throw throw his clock? Why did the man throw his watch through the window? Why did the man throw his watch out the window? I don't know. He wanted to see time fly. Oh, really, Joker? Uh, And about that time, everybody burst through the windows. And he goes, who's there? And Riddler says, cows go. And And Joker says, cows go who? He goes, no, you. What was it? You twit. Cows go moo. Okay. What? Isn't it funny? Shouldn't you be laughing? And so then Joker goes to attack Riddler, and he gets the upper hand on him and slugs him. And he says, um, so there's some, you know, villainy, you know, venal, they trade barbs back and forth. And Riddler says, you're always in second place to the Joker. And then Batman grabs his shoulder and says, enough, it's over. And he says, yes, you're quite right. It certainly is over, right, friends? And so they turn on Bat, of course. Um, and so then Bat says, Kite Man. And that's when uh, he does, he put pulls some kind of weapon on him and they all start flying through the window again. Oh, so... Um, so yeah, more bat cat, less kite man. Yeah. So, so Joke says, my wife asked me what I was doing today. I said nothing. She said, you did that yesterday. I said, I wasn't finished. So meanwhile, while we're going through this really horrible joke, um, 
we have a conversation between Bruce and Selena. And that's mm-hmm. it, because the Riddler slugged Kite Man, and Brucey says, and thus ended Kite Man. What happened next when it was just us? No one, no one, but the insane know what happened next. But I have to tell you, you have to know, Cat, because then you'll know me, who I am. And then you can decide if I'm worth your life, your love. If you can forgive me, if you can marry me. Okay. And Aww. so, to be continued, we don't know what he did exactly because he's still got Joker and Riddler in the same room as him. The, the story, the story. Bruce, you are the longest storyteller. You are taking forever. Just to ask the broad to marry you, and she'll say yes anyway. So, you know, and so we don't know. Like, like I'm pretty sure she's already going to say yes, but... Like, Bruce, the story is taking for What? Did you tell us what you did? Like, did you kill someone? Yeah, why does it have to be six issues? you got to put it in the TPB? Oh, I want to know. Okay. Oh, we know their stories with their trade back. Hmm? Yeah, so, okay, we did Batman trade. Okay, Justice League. Yeah. na 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 Mm. Justice League is good. Yeah. I like Justice League. Okay. So what are we doing in Justice League here? Oh, Legacy Part 4. We're at the Kent Farmhouse. Hey, anytime you start that, you know. So John left for school, and Hunter, the supposed son of Wonder Woman, and who's her dad? Who's his, who's his dad? We don't we know. We don't know his his daddy's a mystery. Yeah. Who the baby daddy, Wonder Woman? Who the baby daddy, Wonder Woman? Mm-hmm. Uh, like a Jerry Springer. Like a Jerry Springer. Yeah. But Lois You're and Clark apparently father. raised and, him no, and John. No. I need to do a meme of that. Yeah. Where it's like Jerry Springer and they've got <laughs> Superman. And they're like, you're not the father. And I'm going to tag Super Wonder in there. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh. I'm so, so evil. Apparently, Hunter has <laughs> left. And Clark can't find him for miles because, you know, he's got that telescopic vision thing going on. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, Lois says, no, I haven't seen Hunter since last night. Maybe he's Clark. And he goes, oh, kryptonite. She goes, where? I'll and get it. it. <laughs> I'll get it. By that time, future aged, only got one hand. Aquaman bursts through the door, spilling mm-hmm. everything. I mean, Lois is going to have to clean that up, you bastard. And so he's got red solar flare, courtesy of Bruce. Uh, he's been well prepared to take you down, all of you. Okay, so Lois, in the meantime, is beating the hell out of Aquaman while he's got like a hold of grabbed- she grabbed a frying pan or, or something, and she gave him a good old whack toaster. Yeah, she did. She was going to put up with that shit in her house. She's like, you leave my husband. And she goes to slug him, and he grabs her hand. And she goes, stop, get off. And he goes, Lois, don't make me hurt you. None of this is your fault. She goes, Arthur, is that you? Arthur, what in God's name are you doing? Why would you... And he kind of shoves her across the room. She kind of blams into the door or something. 
the kitchen cabinet. Yeah. Very and painful. then he throws um, Clark over his shoulder while Lois is laying there in the rubble. And he looks back at her and he goes, damn. So he felt bad about doing that, right? He did. He did. Yep. He didn't want to hurt Lois. Or, or he knows, damn, hurt Lois. Clark is going to kill my ass. Well, Clark right now is unconscious because of the solar radiation thingy. Mm-hmm. Oh, he knows, damn, I just pissed off Lois Lane. Yeah, and I, you don't ever want to do that, ever. Nope, ever. So and if Aquaman knows it, and he's the king of the seven seas. Yeah. Yep. But at Cape Breton Highlands in Nova Scotia, Wonder Woman's standing out there, and she's trying to remember about the kindred and the song, and she's talking to the genie. Is that like, oh, that's like an AI thing, isn't it? Yeah, that's like that, that AI that that child developed for them. Remember that one issue they were taught, or that child developed that AI? Right. And so now they're using it because they, the Justice League, you know, they're just using it, this foreign technology. Yeah. And so, yeah, Genie is like brother eye, for lack of a better word. So, uh, the Flash daughter says are you sure about this hunter i'm sure nora wonder woman dies and our future lives yeah like that's gonna work dude okay hunter (laughs) maybe if we kill her now stop the darkness from rising then maybe all of our parents won't die maybe a lot of people won't die (laughs) and nora says that's a lot of maybe (laughs) i was thinking the same thing she took the word out of my mouth i'm like Hunter, you're going off like fairy tale. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Cyborg's daughter says, I heard she figured it out herself. And then Nora says, Hunter, she's your mom. He says, she gave birth to me, but she's not my mother. And the Green Lantern chick says, that's Wonder Woman. We can't fight her. (laughs) True. And the other guy says, it's like trying to fight Superman. We aren't strong enough. And then Hunter says, oh, I am. And so uh-huh. says, where's Dory? And they said, Serenity isn't coming. Look, this is why we came here to save our future. Stop it from even happening. This is our chance to make everything right. Well, if you're going to stop your future, it's possible you never get born. True. I was thinking that. I was like, just from watching Terminator movies. Right. Okay, the the whole point of Terminator 1 is they go back in time to kill Sarah Connor. Right. So that John Connor's never born. Right. Like, hello, Hunter. <laughs> you're, you're the Terminator. If you kill your mother, <laughs> you won't be born. You're killing your future. <laughs> Jeez. Uh. So Wonder Woman says, they think that I can't hear them. I don't want to do this. But I will. So they start to attack her, and she's holding her own there. She's defending herself. Yes, she is. And so Hunter grabs a hold of her. He's got a sword. And he says, I'm going to kill you. Uh-huh. Okay, Hunter. <laughs> Don't make me do this. I will defend myself. He goes, Look, bring it on. Waited for years for this. Okay. Meanwhile, back at the Kent farm... <laughs> Batman arrives to find Lois and says, easy, Lois, you took quite a knock. And she goes, uh, Clark, oh, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she I laughed so hard at that. 
Oh, it's you. Forget that. I want Clark. Bruce, it was. He goes, Aquaman, yes, I know. He goes, he was different, yes, older. Okay, what is this finishing Lois' statements? Whatever. He says, he took Clark. He had a kryptonite. He had kryptonite and that whatever that thing is. You need to get the others, the league. They need to help Clark. And he says, I've had no response from the rest of the league. Okay. Meanwhile, back in Barry Allen's apartment in Central City earlier. Yeah. And they're using Genie as their communication devices, so. Something's going on. So, you know, Jessica is there. This is not Iris. No. Yeah. Barry, wake up. They're gone. The kids have gone. He's like, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, I love I how Barry crap. just like I love how Barry just like doesn't even acknowledge her and she's like already moved in. Like I'm your wife now. We're gonna have triplets. Well, they never said that they were married. They just said they had kids. True. So the ball of light thing comes through the window. Then future Aquaman one hand comes in, and so. You know, Jessica's trying to use her Green Lantern power, which is not much. She must not have much will. That's all I got to say. No, what he does is he stops time. In that's what the ball of uh, light thingy is. So they like they're like paused. Yeah, Barry would know about this, but not her. Not her. Yeah. And he's and Aquaman says, "Amazing! Even with a temporal grenade, you're still moving, Barry. Good. Grenade will wear off in two, three, two. And then he slugs Barry in the nose when he says one. And then just goes, not working, Aquaman. That can't be you. What's happening? He gets lights out, and he just, you know, punches her out, right? There's no remorse there. There's no, oh, shit, uh, looking back and seeing if she's okay. Nope. No. So then we're at the foundry with Cyborg comes walking dead. You seen Cube? Can't get a fix on his location. I thought he was with you. Doing the mind melt thing. Uh, can't move. Systems aren't responding. Vic? Oh, then it comes off. Mm. man. This guy is everywhere. Yeah, they hacked Cyborg. Like, we haven't been screaming that for the past five years. So, while Aquaman takes Cyborg away, Batman says, this other Arthur, what just, oh, no, it must be Lois. This other Arthur, what does he want with Clark? Where is he from? Bat says, I don't know. Another Earth. The future. The future? The kids are from the future. Our future. And then Batman goes, what kids? Oh, that's right. He was out of the loop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why he had Where's to double to get the lowdown. He says, didn't get the memo? <laughs> Look, I'll tell you what I know. But if they came from the future, maybe this Arthur did too. Maybe he's looking for them. Keep trying to get the others. And Bat says, given what this Arthur took from me, it's possible he got to the others just like he did, Clark. What he took from you, that kryptonite was yours? And this whatever this is? It's a red solar projector. And she goes, red solar. You're keeping things, making things that can hurt, could kill Clark, could kill John. Bruce, what? When whatever this is is over, you're going. We're going to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Right now, Mama, go and find Mama my Lois husband. Is, yeah, Mama Lois is laying down the law there. We're yeah, gonna have she a laid talk. down the law to Batman, like you motherfucker. I go kick your butt. 
Exactly. And you know I can do it, too. Yes, Lois. I will take the penance, Lois. Beat me again. I'm sorry, Lois. So Wonder Woman's battling with the future kids. She says, all of you, stand down. And then she grabs her sword and has Hunter by the neck. And she says, now. And then Hunter says, cube, boom. And then there's a boom. And somebody says, what? Of course, they go through a boom tube. Mm-hmm. And then somehow Baz and... Is that Steve Trevor? <gasps> ah, yes. Steve Trevor! He's not going to allow nobody to kill Wonder Woman. I don't care who he is. So he says So he says to Baz, you been here all night? Have I? What time is it? The time has come. Open. And so then the boob tube opens right in front of him. And... He goes, Diana? He recognizes her right away. Diana, what's going on? You okay? She says, I'm fine, Steve. He always says that. <laughs> I'm fine, Steve. Is this Midway City? And then some something says, feed, grow. And then Hunter says, cube, what the hell did you do? We, Why'd you bring us back here? And then Cyborg's daughter says, I didn't. There was some weird interference back there. It threw me off somehow. And so then, of course, there's the stupid blackness goo that's been chasing everybody since the new 52. Like yeah, I and then now it's after poor Wonder Woman. Yeah, it says, open, open now. And Diana looks up and says, God, is that what infected everyone here? It feels alive, familiar. Oh, it should. Is that what I think it is? The darkness. It's already here. Can you hear it? Oh, hear it? It's saying... And so then, of course, Baz arrives, well, says open, and then all the black goo goes on Wonder Woman. Yep. Poor Wonder Woman. At Amnesty Bay, Mira finds her future daughter and wonders why she's up so early. What do you want to talk about? She says, I haven't seen this view since I was a little girl. Happy memories, blah, blah, blah. No, 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 I miss him. I wish he could be here to meet you. He'd see himself in you, I think, after he'd finished being all grumpy about you kids being here anyway. <laughs> so they're not talking about future Aquaman. Right now he's where? He's trapped in Atlantis. He is uh, trapped in a bubble in Atlantis with dolphins. Oh, that A miracle. That uh, yeah, Amira can't get to him, and I'm like, uh, please don't okay. do it. We, I don't want. I thought like, they were engaged and everything. Come on, quit messing with good <sighs> Jeff Johns setup. Jeez. Exactly, put Jeff Johns in his rebirth book. Make sure to put Aquaman proposing to Mira, and Mira's like, we're already like married. This and he's like, this is an Earth custom. I have to do this. So yeah. and now yeah, and now they got Dolphin and who who get this, right? I I had to look in Aquaman books now because I was like, What, he's trapped in Atlantis? What? So Dolphin cannot speak, so she uses body language oh, gross. and touching to communicate with Arthur and I'm like Arthur? Body language and what? And touching. And she touches and she's like... Like starfire, huh? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. 
Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So I'm like, can we just have Atta and Mira? I mean, they're going to get a movie coming out just now. Like, can we at least pro- promote the ultimate OTPs? You know, Clovis, Please. Dick and Bab, Bab Cat, yeah. Hawk, Hawk, the Hawks, you know, yeah. you Mr. Miracle and Big Bada doing yeah. the wild thing in the bed. I read that issue. Yeah. Um, you know, can we just get all the original OTPs together? Right. Thank you. So Mira says, can I ask, how did we, how did Arthur die? She says, you died fighting. I heard, she heard, fighting to the end. I, and then Mira says, I suppose that's what we do, the life we lead. Not one for children, maybe. At least I got Arthur back. You're proof of that. And then her, the daughter goes into this crying jagged. She goes, what is it? She says, oh, Mom, I didn't want to tell you, didn't know how to what. Dad didn't die. It was worse than that. It was horrible. It was, and she says, oh, no. How are you here? You shouldn't be here. And future Aquaman shows up. And Mira turns around and goes, Arthur? God, Arthur, what happened to you? And she says, get away from her. If you hurt her, I'll kill you. And she goes, kill? What are you saying? It's Arthur. It's your father. She says, he stopped being my father a long time ago. He abandoned us, abandoned you. You died because he wasn't there. He's with her now, the queen bitch. If he's here, it's to stop us, to hurt us, kill us. And she says, are you, Arthur? Are you here to hurt us? And she puts her hand on his cheek, and she says, are you going to kill us? And he he closes his eyes and says, no, never. And Mary says, what's going on, Arthur? This is our child. And he says, I'm sorry. And this big giant mountain peers out of the whole ocean. He says, Sovereign, the queen of the world, has come to reclaim everything she was lost. And she will burn the world to find it. Oh, goody, mm. goody. I'm pretty sure Sovereign is near 52 Wonder Woman. <laughs> like, the more they talk about her, the more I'm like, this is near 52 Wonder Woman. <laughs> well, I'm kind of wondering if Mira it, or... The daughter is actually Mira's daughter. Oh, well, she said she is Mira's daughter. Okay. Well, yeah, she said, so I don't know if she, like, lied. Well, I mean, you know, it could be that whole hunter, Lois and Clark raised him, you know. Oh, like that scenario. Yeah. Oh. Mm, I don't know. Okay. Well, she did actually now that you mention it when Mira asked her she said what's with you and Hunter and she says we have a connection so that could be it she could be onto something maybe mm. aww poor, I like serenity poor serenity okay um, I don't I, want it to be I don't want it to be Dolphin's daughter oh. destroy that history right now hey. okay Green Arrow was funny. Was was good. It was yeah, typical I like Ollie. You know, it was good. <laughs> and and Ollie is funny. Yeah. In yeah. his in his swashbuckling outlaw type of way, he's he's funny. He's charming. You know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So and there was the whole Green Arrow Green Lantern thing going on too, which was nice to see. Nice to see the bromance back. Yep. yep. 
So I just love I just love how clocks like you're in the Justice League, yay! You know we're all gonna be pals now. Ollie's like, well, sorry to disappoint, you know, yeah. but kind of work better alone. And Clark's like, so you want to be part? You want to be one of us, but without us? What? Oh my god! Let's be a team player. I'm not a team player. Okay, so he's fighting this mechanical Red Skull guy. Yeah, I don't know who this person is. I don't either. <laughs> and there's fighting, fighting, fighting. Fighting, 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 fighting. Fighting, fighting, fighting. Fighting, fighting, fighting. Uh, oh, and then there's Black Canary. Yep, yep, she's doing her screen thin. I yeah. like the new outfit that they got for Black Canary. Yeah. Like one of the better things that came out of Rebirth. So... Um, apparently the guy's name's the auctioneer, and also Speedy's there. I believe that's Speedy, isn't it? Uh, there is Speedy, and there is the other one that they pick up later is, uh, Ollie's daughter, so I don't know. Illegitimate child, yeah. something like that. that yes, Wendy yes. Go auctioneer, she says, she has no name, she is my it. Oh, God. Then, oh right, I remember. I remember who this guy is now. Remember he he tried he lured um, when we were still reading Green Arrow back in the day, he lured uh, Dinah and Ollie into his underworld thing. Oh, and he was and he was gonna like auction off uh, the secret or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, Some, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember this dude. Yeah. <laughs> so that's Speedy with the. Red. Yeah. She says, if you don't listen to Black Canary, she's probably going to break each of your fingers before tearing mm-hmm. your arm off. Just saying. <laughs> she says, I spent my whole childhood <laughs> running away from people like you. You're like someone who hurt me smashed into one ugly face. So, she lets out the scream. Speedy's mm-hmm. got the arrow going on. She'll probably break your eardrums while she's breaking your fingers and your arm. Yeah. So, the Red Skull guy has got Ollie, you know, he's taunting Ollie. He's hurt, right? And there's Mm -hmm. big screens on there. He's seeing Black Canary and the auctioneer. And he goes, the pretty bird. No! Oh, here he goes. Well, then, yeah, he gets the broadhead out which is a big, giant arrow. Mm-hmm. And um, he basically, it's got like a taser thing going on. It's got a battery power. And it kind of makes the Red Skull guy go boom. Meanwhile, back in Metropolis, Clark looks up and, and Lois looks at him like, uh-oh, he's on alert again, and he rips open his shirt. So we do get to see Lois Lane. A little bit, yep. And then Wonder Woman's at the UN, and why does it say Washington D.C.? Because the UN is in isn't it in New, New York? York? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Even I know that. Yeah. So she takes off Central City. Um, Barry sees the ball of fire. He goes taking off Gotham City. Bat sees the same thing. He's in the Bat plane, and then. Mm-hmm. Oh, Hal arrives, 
and goes, Ollie, Ollie, where are you? Talk to me, Ollie, Ollie. And he goes, here. <laughs> so we got half-naked Ollie, which is always a good thing. He says, hey, man. Uh-huh. He goes, my God. So Hal is, um, he's been in this ship or whatever for thousands of miles or something. I don't know. So now he feels more connected than ever, and he goes, Ollie, the ring's dead. It took all of its strength to contain that nuclear blast and power me over here. We're done. We're going to burn up in the atmosphere. And Ollie says, that's what you what you get for partnering with me, dumbass. <clears throat> and they look at each other, and then they start laughing, which is cool. <laughs> he goes, listen, Hal. You always said the ring makes thoughts a reality, that it's fueled by willpower, the richest power in the universe. I don't have a dollar mm. to my name, but I'm wealthy and anything, it's will. And so are you. Yep. So he gives yep. Hal yep. the pep talk, and he grabs Hal's wrist. Meanwhile, Clark shows up, Batman to the Justice League report. Superman here, I've caught the debris over Metropolis. And Wonder Woman says, DC is safe. And Batman goes, copy that. The detonating objects over Gotham now. There's one massive piece left descending over Nevada, about to crash into the desert. Flash, can you take it? Negative. It's taking everything I've got to power a cyclone and slow the descent of this debris over Central City. Damn, everyone. Meet me there as soon as possible. We might have casualties. And so, of course, the debris lands. And it, the debris has Hal and Holly in it. And they crash it. And Hal's got them in like a dome thing. And Hal goes, ugh. And Holly says, stop whining. And Clark looks at him and goes, anyone know if the Suicide Squad is accepting applications? <laughs> <laughs> and Bruce says, good old, good old Clark with his humor. He's funny. And then Bruce says, I've got something better in mind. We need to take care of our own. So, um, Speedy and Dinah have Wendy back. And so they're at the Justice League Tower, and Clark says, You've come a long way, Ollie, across the country to the moon and back. And Flash says, And back again. But more importantly, as a man and a hero. And then Ollie goes, Guys. He goes, we're going. Clark says we're going. Saying we believe in you, Ollie. And Diana says, the Green Arrow has fought alone for too long, and we'd like to offer you a seat at the table. And they even have his chair with an arrow on it. And Ollie looks at it, and then he goes, I can't believe I'm saying this, but no. And then Flash like, oh come on. <laughs> <laughs> He says, hear me out. I'm beyond grateful for the offer. And, and Hal's got his hand on his head like, oh, shit. He goes, I'm grateful for the offer and for all the help you've given me on this mission. But let's be honest. I'm never going to be the best team player. So how do you feel about a compromise? I serve the Justice League as a kind of rogue operative, a satellite agent. Clark's like, so you want to be with us without being with us? <laughs> Diana says, Ollie, I can't even with you. And 
Perry says, it's complicated. That's always been the status quo for Ollie Queen. So this proposal makes good sense to me. And Hal's smiling. He says, friends with benefits. I dig it. Hey, let's do this again sometime. And Ollie says, kick some ass and save some lives? You bet. But next time, let's follow it up with a couple cold ones. And Hal says, you know, it isn't easy maintaining a long-distance relationship, and I'm about 100 million miles farther away than your lady in Burnside. And he says, but we'll figure it out. See you down the trail, Hal. And so Batman says, are you ready for your first assignment, rogue operative? And he says, look, thank you for everything, but there's a very beautiful, very angry woman down there. I just need to get home. And Bat says, mm. you might not have a home to return to. And Ollie says, you know, you should really end that sentence with unless. Like, I might not have a home to return to unless I do this or unless I do that. There is an unless, right? And Bat says, I don't know. He says, tell me how <laughs> I can help. He says, something is coming, something dark, something unprecedented, and it's coming to Gotham. But I fear I can't be there to protect her, to protect my family. And Ollie says, say no more, brother. I'll do it. No harm will come to Gotham City or your people. I swear it. And Bat says, thank you. There's just something you should know about Robin. Your son? Don't worry about the kid, Batman. If there's one thing Green Arrow knows, it's how to handle teenage sidekicks. <laughs> so Ollie's got a hold of Damien front, like looking at him like, you little bastard, going to kick your butt. That might be good for... The next issue. So, Damien. Yeah. Very good. I liked it a lot. Oh, I mean, it had all the great ingredients. It had Dinah in it. He's worried about Dinah. He has to get home to Dinah. Hal's back. Him and Hal are, you know, doing their bromance thing. You know, the Justice Queen wanted him to join, but, you know, he's like, nah, I'm more of a loner guy, you know. And Clark's it's cracking so much. Yeah, it's so much better than... New 52 with Felicity. Yes. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I when I used to get Green Arrow comics, I used to read it because of Green Arrow, Black Canary, uh, and Green Lantern because that's what I liked. Right. And and. What I like, what I like about Rebirth is it brought back family. Yes. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So do you want to take Good. us through Super Sons? Do I have Super Sons? Let's see. Why? Why the, why the complicated one? I'm like, what is going on? What do you mean complicated? Um, it, it It's like, it, like I missed an issue, but I don't know if I missed an issue. I like, you missed an issue. I must have missed an issue because I'm like, I don't even know where they are. Uh, okie dokie. Uh, so. Well, he was, okay, you're confusing Super Sons with Titans. Teen Titans or whatever. No, the Teen Titans showed up in Super Sons. Okay, okay. That was over. Right. Okay. Yeah. So this is like a new story now. I think so. I don't know. Okay. okay. Take me through it and I'll remember. Yeah. <laughs> See, you don't even remember what's I going. don't remember. I know it's good. I, I just know I just know it's fun. 
yeah. it doesn't really matter what's going on with the story. <laughs> right. Uh okay, so yeah, like there's like this tentacly monster that's attacking them. Right. And Damien's like, What the you know oh that's that's uh John, sorry. And yeah, so they're all captured and uh it's a booby trap. That nutty wizard did talk about a greater destiny. Uh then John uses his heat vision, he tries to uh cut the tentacly monsters up and then there's this strange voice that says, Return the life dirt. Life dirt. Life dirt. <laughs> And so they're fighting like some sort of earth monster. You have taken what belongs to me to another world. Is that like that oracle thing from New 52? From hell. Yeah, whatever. Uh, It didn't have tentacles. Okay. the, uh, The oracle thing. It was just a floating head thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so then these people jump in, hard line and big shots, and they help the super suns. And says, Planet of the Capes, part three. I must have missed a part somewhere. Mm. I'm pretty sure I missed one. Anyway, so <laughs> and John, who are the H R D? John, like your language. No idea. And Damien's like, your parents are a whole dimension where you can curse you. And no, John, your father and your mother will know. Yeah, another dimension. What does that even really mean? I says, think of that dinosaur island place you told me about. It's a place where the rules are out the window. My favorite kind. Okay, Damien. Um, and so then Hardline and Big Shot are making big booms and taking them out. And Damien's like, good thing that Universal Translator Jack from the League is working. She wants to know if we can do anything. And John's like, uh, cool, I guess. And Damien's like, help is on the way, girls. Yeah, like, they're the ones that need help. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just saved you. Uh, so then, uh, fighting, fighting tentacles. Uh, John is still asking, are we in another dimension? Are we really in another dimension? Damien's like, stop asking questions and just do what she said. Well done, Damien. And so, John uses his heat vision, and then there's a big explosion. Explosion, and it's gone. What did I do? So the the monster turned to dust. Um, and so then Damien's now asking the questions, and she says it's not living on this planet. It is the planet. So basically, the planet is attacking them. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Don't. Don't do pollution. Uh, then 
<laughs> and so then they ask, you know, who who are you, kids? Um, I love Damien is so obsessed with his height. I'm uh, I'm taller and older, and John's like and usually smarter. Um, so then they ask what's their names, and John says Robin of Gotham, the rope slinger. <laughs> And he says, I really regret giving you that translator. And so then they all take off. And later, they're going through the jungle. And so the tentacles... Oh, I remember this part. Okay, so I didn't miss a book. Uh, So the tentacles pull them through the portal that the wizard and that other guy opened. Remember? And it was the, the... can't remember who the two evil guys are, but we've seen them before. And so then the tentacle monster pulled them into this reality. Mm-hmm. Um, if Earth's the name of your home planet, then no, this is definitely somewhere else, says one of those two. I, can't, I don't know who's big shot in hardline. One of the girls says that. And... We're also, so they're prisoners on this planet. Ah. Yeah. And so John is asking, and you go just live on him because he's like, you know, the they're like, he's terrorized us for a millennia. And John's like, so you go just live on him? Like those birds and that live on alligators? <laughs> and they're like, what's an alligator? What's the bird? Robin's like, sheesh. <laughs> and so then they bring them to their village that is like a hidden... I don't know how it's hidden if he's the entire planet. Right. Uh, not a... Here's our hiding place in plain sight. Oops, anyway. Um, they don't make too much of noise. They don't attract him. Um, so then John asks... What did you mean you're prisoners here? And Damien says, look, fighting an actual planet's not on my to-do list, so we've got no intention of hanging around here. Just help people. And so anyway, uh, so then they explain the history. Their world is called Ero, I would say. And the cities were vast and filled with wonders. Um, and a select few of us were gifted with talents and abilities used to protect citizens. We were were only children, but we dreamed of one day joining the heroes and being remembered forever. For decades, our heroes fought back villains of all kinds, some from alternate dimensions and some from nearby galaxies, some from our own world. It was a never-ending battle, but one hardline and I were eager to join. Some people called it a golden age of heroes, and it seemed like it would go on forever. Mm. But not long ago, we were reminded that nothing is forever, even gold. So the evil guy, Yagadus, entered our orbit quickly. And you know what this? Thing looks like it looks like the sun eating monster from All Star Superman, right? And so 
he entered our orbit, and before its mass could even begin to wreak havoc on Enro's gravity, before the population could be saved, it tore through the world using its own resource for energy. Ah, okay. So this is like that Marvel thing that eats worlds. We There's one in DC as well. Uh, what's the thing that eats the worlds? Not the, the anti monitor. Yeah, yeah. It's like a it's like a planet eating thing, like the sun know. eater? Anyway. It's like the sun eater but it eats planets, not sun. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it it tried to, I the only reason I remember it is because it tried to eat um Mogo, the Green Lantern. And that's how he got his ring, is that Oh, okay. He wanted to he wanted to protect himself. So the Green Lantern uh, ring saw that there was wool in this planet to survive and gave him a ring. Anyway, uh, I will find out what's that thing's name. And so it devoured the planet. In an instant, everything was no more. So basically this monster, Yagardus, is like a giant octopus and covers the entire planet like a parasite and so Damien asked so how are you two here shouldn't you be dead with everyone else John's like hey nice to tone man <laughs> and one of them says one of the heroes helped a handful of us escape by using his magic to teleport us before our atmosphere was destroyed so thanks to the wizard, Cargolo, Cargolo, those of us who survived have been refugees on this murderous planet. For a long time, we've tried to build a home, Yagadis, while he hunts us, but our main focus is to destroy him. <laughs> Damien, hold on a sec. Um... Sorry to burst your bubble, but he was no wizard. Just like a loser with some weird clay. And John's like, Cargolo? Isn't that guy that dragged us here, that tracked us down and dragged us here? And so she says, you know, Cargolo, his magic is beyond wonder. <laughs> and Damien's like, like hell it was. Ooh, language, Damien. He created a couple of mopes from some clay and we took him down with his friends easy and so Damien's got his thinking brain on and says are you sure we're all talking about the same guy my dad told me about alternate dimensions this could be one of those two versions of the same guy <gasps> Damien the detective the natural one and so then they say but you said Carglo had the clay that was his secret weapon. This is a longer conversation and we don't need to have it out here and open. Let's head in. No powers, please. <laughs> John says, he doesn't have any. <laughs> um, so then they say, priority one, we need to get home. Agreed, we also need to help these people. There's only one priority, number one, 
and that's the whole point. And then he says, Gah, the scrub is everywhere. Hey, watch it. You're walking on earth there. Damien, spoiled breath. And Damien says, look, getting home means finding out more about Kargalov. He was obviously able to somehow open a door to our world. John says, and helping these people fight back against this crazy planet is exactly how we're going to get more info. They saved us, after all. Damien will help, but we have to be realistic about who we can. And then everything stops and says, the hunter is here. Help, he's going to kill us. And John's like, that's the guy without the face from earlier. And he punches because John charges in without thinking first. So he gets punched into the air. Damien's like, brute power aside, I saw what you and your buddies are really made of. Yeah, that's what I thought of. And so then they're all made of clay. So Damien uses his grapple hook. And they team up together. And John uses his one of his breaths, either frost breath or super breath, and they stop the clay monster. Hey, I like that picture of John where he's got his thumbs up and he's smiling with the wing. Yeah, yeah, he saves the little kid right who was being terrorized by this hunt, this clay monster, and so after they all team up and save him, he turns around and he puts his thumb up and he's winking and he's smiling at the kid like, yay, we did it. Meanwhile, at the planet's core, feed, create, feed, create, feed, create, feed, create, feed, create. He he hid the nourishment. Now we know where. Feed, create, feed, create. And then we're back with the boys and says, and John says, can't sleep. Damon says, did some oh, reconnaissance. And John says, we're going to get home, right? And Damon says, without a doubt. And John says, good, because this place feels weird. And he says, it's the air. It's thicker. It's pungent. But at least the sun is yellow for your sake. He says, I've been to the moon and lots of other weird places with my dad. You? And <laughs> then apocalypse long story. Yeah, I was just dead. I'd come back to life. Mm. Um, and John says, what was it like? Hell. It's called apocalypse. Pray you never see it. I've come to the conclusion we stay closer to this ramshackle city. I've learned every artery and vein of the circulatory system. And I do not trust the planet's water supply. Kakuro, whoever he is, is the key to figuring this all out. And John says, I have a theory too. Dan says, I am all ears. And he, meanwhile, he's pouring water and putting um, filters, I guess, in it to purify it. It says, two different wizards Two different cargoes. If this reality is another dimension, what if they both had a cargo? 
That would explain the dis- discrepancies between the guy these girls described and the one we met. What if the dumb one we fought was given the magic mud? <laughs> Maybe this world's cargo just assumed his counterpart was a good guy too. And he says, that's not a bad angle, but why do it? What was the point? And John says, the girls said their old planet was filled with this weird clay. Maybe Yagaris was trying to conceal the clay. And if it's got some energy in it, maybe Yagaris lives off it. Well done, John, using your brain. And Damien's like, so if the planet Cairo had the last of it, why is he trying to sag it on our world? I don't know. Maybe starving Yagaris saving his people. And Damien says, Damn, that's good, especially for you. And then we have more mud monsters, otherworlders. Call me Yagaris. The macrosum, the biomass. I am this planet, I am this, and this planet is my army. It is time to feed. Next, war for the planet of the Capes. Pretty sure Peter Tomasi watched all those Planet of the Ape movies, and he was very inspired by it. But it's a good story, so yeah, it is good. Yeah, like yeah. that a lot. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah David. I was just really confused because I thought I missed an issue, but now it's all coming back. Ah, there you go. Yeah, you see, because it's a month apart, it's like. I forget some stuff. Yeah. Okay. Superman 31. Yes. One of my favorite Superman comics. <laughs> uh, written by James Bonney with art by Tyler Kirkham. Yeah. It came out of nowhere. We didn't know it was coming. Right. And I love it. So, um, we're at the Star Labs in Metropolis. We've got a, an, yeah, a, scientist, inventor, freaking out, talking to Maggie Sawyer. He's going to push the button. Push the button. And he says, says, I don't want to talk to you anymore. The only person I want to talk to is Lois Lane. Okay. And then a voice enters the lab through the roof, obviously. He says, I understand she's busy. Maybe I can help you. Superman. So he's like, stay back. If I hit this button, the explosion, explosive reaction will destroy the entire building. He says, I don't want to see you die, Dwayne. Just just like you didn't want to see your coworkers to die. That's why you let them go, right? I, I, What do you want to talk to Lois Lane? Because she's an honest reporter, and I know she'll get the facts straight, and the world needs to know what's going on here. So Apparently, they worked this guy to death, and, you know, bad things are going to happen, and his wife left him, and she took the baby, and now he's got nothing. And So Clark puts his hand on his shoulder and says, a broken man lashing out at the world because of what he has was denied and what he's lost, but he doesn't deserve to die. And so the guy says, I have nothing. And Clark says, don't deprive your child of having a father, Dwayne. I know what that feels like. Surrender to 
to the authorities, and I'll make sure you're safe. And Dwayne says, you you ought to just let them kill me, Superman. He says, you'd be doing me a favor. Some killers murder for business, some for pleasure. Carlos Gorsman kills for both. So Clark gets this guy out of the situation, you know, even though the SWAT team's moving in. Okay? Mm-hmm. Lois and Jimmy are in the Andes <laughs> in Bolivia <laughs> in a Jeep, and um, Jimmy says, what's that other name they call him? She says, the Grave Maker. Over the past three years, Gorsman has eliminated his competition and anyone else who got in his way to become the biggest drug lord in South America. And Jimmy says, why would he ever agree to be interviewed, Lois? He says, because he's a narcissist, Jimmy. He loves to see his name and picture in print. He constantly posts videos of himself on the Internet, sometimes while he's killing people. And Jimmy says, looks like the Gravemaker's already been here. Or maybe he's still here. And so Jimmy's clicking pictures of these piles of bodies. He says, there's got to be at least 20 bodies all heavily armed. It must have taken a small army to do this. And Lois says, because this one guy's got a camera in his hand. He says, that, there's Gorsman, or what's left of him. Looks like he was shooting one of his videos when the attack occurred. Can you see the men who were attacking? Jimmy asked. Lois was looking into the camera because, of course, this guy was filming everything. And she Uh goes, not men, Jimmy, one man. Today I meet with a reporter from the United States coming to interview Carlos Gorsman, bada, bada, and she sees Deathstroke. At the Daily Planet Metropolis, Perry's like, or Lois is telling Perry, Slade Wilson, also known as Deathstroke, the Terminator. And Perry says, I thought he was just some kind of myth, like the Loch Ness Monster or an honest politician. He goes, She's re- he's real, all right. An enhanced metahuman who uses his extraordinary physical and mental abilities to murder for profit. A merciless killing machine responsible for well over a thousand victims. And Perry's like, and you want to interview this animal? I want to do an explosive expose, getting inside the mind of a killer. What makes him tick? How he lives with himself. It's what I intended to do with Gorsman, but Deathstroke got to him first. And Perry's like, I don't know, Lois. On the one hand, it sounds pretty damn dangerous. She says, that's why I'm going alone. She goes, but on the other hand, it sounds like one hell of a story. She says, great. I've already dug up some promising leads. You won't regret this, Perry. Oh, gosh. And so she's leaving the office, and he says, hey, how is it you know so much about this guy? And she says, because I'm Lois Lane. I know these things for a living. Mm. So then we have the Superman narrative, and he says, you're also John's mother, Lois. So Clark and Lois are in a diner. Mm-hmm. Probably the Ace of Clubs. Well, no, Ace of Clubs. No, Ace of Clubs. No, no. Ace of Clubs is now a posh restaurant. I forgot. Excuse me. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I forgot, I forgot. he says, <laughs> okay, say? says the p- guy punching Darkseid in the face every Tuesday. I'm yeah, John's you mom. tell him, Lois. You <laughs> tell him. I'm John's mom, and I have a career, Clark. The two aren't opposing forces of nature. They can coexist. He says, you'll be putting mm. your life at risk. I fought Slade Wilson. He is no joke. You know what kind of man he is. Okay. So Eddie tells us that it's in Deathstroke 7 through 8. She's, and Lois says, the world needs to see him for what he is, Clark. And he says, at least let me come with you. She goes, oh, right. That's, 
a great way to lure Deathstroke out of the shadows by having Superman as a bodyguard. And he says, well, do me a favor and take this, something to protect yourself with just in case. And she goes, a stun device? This is courtesy of Star Labs. Just promise me you won't hesitate to use it if it use it if the need should arise. And so she looks at him and she says, I promise. So in the, her narrative, it says, tracking down a story always means taking a journey. Sometimes it's not the journey you intend to take. So she goes to Prague in the Czech Republic. And she's, uh, narrative boxes says, if a, a man like Slade Wilson, someone who traffics in death, moves through a shattered world like a m- murderous ghost invisible to the naked eye. It's a world of dark money and darker souls. Tracking down a killer doesn't lead you to encounter individuals of sterling character. You'd be a whole lot safer swimming with sharks. And those who have solid information are the last ones willing to talk. The long, frustrating journey, all right, full of wrong turns. Um, and just when you think you might be getting somewhere, and someone says, good day, dear lady, come. She says, you can suddenly find yourself at a dead end. And somebody says, good day, dear lady, come closer, please. And it's this guy named Cestus, and she says, what do you want? And he says, it seems we're both searching for the same elusive individual by the name of Slade Wilson. She says, never heard of him. He says, indeed, perhaps you know him as Deathstroke. She goes, is he a pro wrestler or something? <laughs> and the guy says, you're being deceptive, madam. My eye tells me, he's only got one eye. He's got some kind of bionic eye, too. He says, my eye tells me you know exactly who it is I seek. Either we will work together in this endeavor, or this will not end pleasantly for you. And so he's got henchmen with, you know, big knives, and he have a tendency to laugh about that. So she gives the guy with the knife the old um, taser treatment. She says, back off, buddy. I'm a journalist. Um, And someone says, it appears our association will be extremely brief, Uh, which probably Cestus. And Lois is thinking in her head, it all happened so quickly, no time to even feel free, fear, and here comes Clark in his Superman outfit. He says, sorry to interrupt, because he's here, as if he'd been watching mm-hmm. over my shoulder the whole time. I feel a sudden rush of relief when I see him, because I know that I'm safe. But then a strange thing happens. Relief turns into anger. <laughs> so as he, you know, scares off the bad guys, she says, what the hell are you doing here? Were you following me? And he says, of course not, Lois. The stun device I gave you, sends out a homing signal that only I can hear when activated. I knew you were in trouble. Okay, well, that's very sweet, I guess. But I'm trying to do my job here. He says, but you were in danger. I was handling the situation just fine. Now, please go. I'll be back as soon as I'm finished. And he goes, be careful, Lois. And he takes off. The narrative boxes. I know he loves me, but sometimes I've got to do these things on my own. Back to the business at hand. Those men in the alleyway are here looking for Deathstroke, which means my leads were solid. He must be here somewhere. And out of the shadows comes Lois Lane, world-famous reporter, Slade Wilson. Why are you looking for me? I want to interview for the Daily Planet. I want the truth. That is the truth. What did the throng want with you? The what? Those men back in the alleyway, they know I'm looking for you. They're looking for you, too. 
They wanted me to help them find you, and you refused? Now they're following you. Okay. And she says, you're Mm -hmm. using me as bait. In the narrative boxes, I found my story, or rather, my story found me. Now if I can just live to write about it. He moves with amazing speed and precision like a sleek jungle predator taking on a pack of larger beasts. So uh, Deathstroke goes in to start killing peeps. In fact, he he isn't indiscriminate with his attack. In fact, he goes out of his way to protect the life of a young boy caught in the crossfire. What kind of cold-blooded killer does that? Slade Wilson, a merchant of death who leaves a trail of blood and bodies in his wake. Is he a monster or a man with a conscience or maybe something in between? So she goes, Slade, because Cestus is shooting an arrow behind his back. She goes, behind you, and he thwarts it off, and she says, he just vanished. Yeah, he does that. His name is Cestus. He'll be back, and he'll bring more warriors with him. Until then, we find cover. So they go into this tower that was built during the Thirty Years' War in the 17th century. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so they can see if anybody's coming. Um, he says, doesn't, ever, doesn't it ever get tiring, the things you do? He says, you mean the killing? That's your profession, isn't it? Killer for hire? He says, why did you really come here? She says, I told you. I want to interview you. So she takes her notebook out. And she says, do you enjoy killing? Emotion doesn't usually enter into it. Unless it's an act of vengeance something personal, so it's cold-blooded, it's almost routine. Muscle memory kicks in. Sometimes it's over so quickly that time itself seems to speed up. Uh, says, Let's see. She says, do you recall the face of everyone you've killed? Not all the faces, but I remember them, how they died. Do you ever want it to stop? Do you ever get to the breaking point where you actually look forward to your own death? I've seen enough death not to desire it for myself, but when it finally comes down to it, I'll go out fighting. The men you killed in Bolivia, was it a job or or vengeance? He says, I think that's enough questions from you. But I do have a question for you. She says, which is? When you were in the alleyway being threatened by the throng, the big blue boy scout arrived to help you. Does he love you? She doesn't answer. And she's thinking, mm. why does he want to know that? And she says, yep. um, and he tells her, when I engage them, slip away, but don't run because they have arrived. Um, he says, remember, Lois, when predators are around, never run. And so they parted as he goes into attack. You know, the people are coming after him. And back in Metropolis, Perry says, well, I was right. One hell of a story. She says, I'm glad you're you're happy. very happy, Perry. And he says, happy. I'm positively giddy. Take the weekend off. Holy crap. So she's, she's talking to Perry, and she says, what about this Deathstroke guy? Or he says, what about this Deathstroke guy? And she says, what do you mean? Do you think he'll be happy with what you wrote? She says, I wrote the truth. Well, let's hope he can handle the truth. And so then Clark calls her on the phone. He's looking like Clark with his glasses, and she, he says, I'm glad you're back safe and sound, Lois. Mm-hmm. And she's walking out of the Daily Planet. She says, I don't think I can... Well, she said, well, hold on. She says, 
John can't wait to give you a hug. Neither can I. She says, now that the story is finished, I'm all yours. I'll catch a cab and I'll be home in 20 minutes. I don't think I can wait that long. I could be there before you know it. <laughs> like, okay, Clark. <laughs> Boy, Clark, you missed her. She goes, that's very tempting. And then she looks up and someone says, hello, Lois. She goes, oh, it's you. Ah. And then Clark goes, Lois? And she says, what are you doing here in Metropolis? And Slade says, I'm here to do a job. And Clark's like, Lois, get out of there. Run. And he, Slade's got to get pulled out a gun on her. He says, I'm afraid it's you, Lois. Clark's like, yeah. run. And then the gun goes off and says, kablam. The shot heard round the planet is the next issue. Okay. Yeah. One, we know he didn't shoot her. No, yeah. We've seen, he's probably there. We've seen spoilers for the next issue. Lois ain't dying. You can sit down your four manses and chillax. Yeah, really. And we know, so now we know that Slade wants Clark, wants Superman for some reason. And he knows that's why he asked that question. Yes. Does he love you? Right. Mm-hmm. Because Slade is a master killer. You know, the best way to get to a man is through his heart. Well, he finds their weakness and then, you know. Yeah. I am reading the most... I mean, I'm just smiling from ear to ear at these tweets I'm reading. Um, You remember Demon Puppy, right? Breath Booth? Oh, yeah. Right. Whoa, okay. Look at Jason Momoa you sent me. Holy crap! Did you see the? Did you see Jason Mo, Momoa? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm reading. Uh, I I saw somebody sent me this picture of Jason Momoa. So I said I have to send it to you. Yeah. And then I come across Brett Booth on my timeline, and I'm like, uh, what's he talking about? So I'm reading this stuff, and oh boy. It is good stuff. Okay. Okay, so somebody asked him, the whole conversation started out with, um, was Rebirth a reboot, right? Right. And Brett says, Jeff made it specific, Jeff was very adamant on the fact that it is not a reboot, Right. Yeah. Um, what it is is a reshuffle and a resorting of things, right? So he never used the term reboot, right? Right. And so then I'm like, okay, blah blah blah. That's not interesting, right? He's like, well, some stuff from the New Fifty Two stayed. The bad stuff went away. More like emerging, like, hmm, this is getting interesting. And then, so somebody asked him, maybe DCYOU was too much too soon, and it shook things up a little too much. No, duh. Um, and he says it was. The people it was marketed for weren't really comic book fans. Right. They were they were passing fads. 
who just took a look in. Rebirth is marketed at real fans. Right? Right. And I'm like, okay, this this game more interesting. And so then, blah, blah, they're going on about Marvel and Bread Booth is like, yeah. Uh, so they said, it sounds like what Marvel's doing. Right? And he said, yeah. Except Marvel went all in. DC, not so much. So they could pull out and fast. And I'm like, okay. Right? And then they say, um, so then they started talking about sales. Right? right? And he admits on this, and I'm like, I need to take a picture of this and send it to every single phone answer. DCYOU was a flop. The sales, the renumbering, it didn't matter. Rebirth reinvigorated comics and is much better. Yeah, DCYOU was, I mean, people weren't going to buy it before even it started people read the issues. Exactly. I'm just like, you know, thank you. Thank you. You know, people, because there's a, there's a string of people that basically, right, what they're doing now is they think if they copy everything you and I have said, right, like, literally, I'm pretty sure they listen to our podcast, they read our tweets, and they're trying to copy what we're saying. They're like, well, the sales for Rebirth aren't doing well. I'm like, where? Maybe for Superwoman. Yeah, she, she needs to get cancelled. <laughs> but, like, the rest of everybody else is just fine, you know? You don't need to worry about Rebirth. Rebirth sales are doing just fine. And, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. It annoys me when people don't look at numbers and look at facts. They just blurt things out. And, you know, we've got somebody in... A former, like like a minion of of Jim Lee, who just you know who said capes, cows, and code names, and now he's saying, well, that was a flop. Hmm? Yeah, I mean DCYOU was bad from the beginning. I mean, you know, oh, let's make Lois a traitor, and let's take all of Clark's powers, and let's take his uniform away from him, and let's take his hair, and. Let's make him perilous, but at the same time, oh, we'll give him mm-hmm. another LL person to, you know, and it'll be diversity because, you know, she's of color. And uh, then all he does is, you know, evil. He takes on, oh, jeez, that was so bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Just to, just to cement it, he now tweeted, I mean, obviously sales dropped from number one. We all know that. Right. right. They all they always drop from number one. But fans definitely seem to prefer Rebirth to the new 52. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Sherlock, <laughs> the next case. Oh, goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to send this to all my four man's friends. Uh, hold on, hold on. No, no, I'm not. I'm not that bad. I'm not that bad. I'll just keep the screenshots as proof for one day when they come after me. Oh, but yes, I liked Superman Thirty One. Um, it was good. 
Yeah, I wish I wish it had a Lois Lane cover. Yes. Uh, because it is such a heavy and such a good Lois Lane story. It's such a, you know, this when we read the solicits, I said it could be a flop, right? But I hope because that's just who I am, right? Everybody else is like, oh, this person wrote in the New 52, or this person wrote uh, Starfire, or whatever. Not, and I'm like, I hope that this person actually honors the character and does a good story. And to me, this issue, number 31, is fantastic. Yeah. I'm going to get two copies. I'm going to maybe make a Lois Lane cover for myself, put it on there, and like put it in my display cabinet. Like, best Lois Lane story in a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Highly yep. recommend it. Yeah. Yes, it's very good. Um, oh, mm-hmm. Excuse me while I stare at Mr. Momoa again. Um, DC Comics. That picture, though. Ay, ay, ay. Ah, yeah, yeah, that's a good picture. Damn. Okay. 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 Next week on DC will they Comics. have will they have action comics in the gallery? Let's oh, uh, let's see, boys and girls. Wonder Woman thirty one. Yay. Um. Uh, oh, this is this is the new writer, right? The. I don't know. This so. is the the Jace. This is a Jason story now. Oh, is it James Robinson? Yeah. Oh, let me see if it says anything on the cover. Mm. It say on the cover, but okay. Um. Yeah. Wow, Jason. Give me more yeah. Steve Trevor. How oh, with Jason? Je- uh, Justice League and the Power Rangers. You'll be interested in that. Hell's yes. That's the conclusion. Um. Ooh, what's happening in Flash? Bleeding and all that. Ooh. Oh. Ooh, Superman: The Rebirth Deluxe Edition. There you go. Ah. Uh-huh. Batman: Deluxe The Murder Edition. Machine, number one. Aye. What is okay. that? It looks like he's killing the Justice League. Don't even want to know. Um, okay. Okay. No, action Ooh, is not in the gallery. Detective Comics. Detective Comics has an interesting cover. It's got yeah. Oz. It's got Tim Drake. Yeah, we'll have to get that one. Yep. No, no action. Stupid people. Idiot. Yeah. Okay, let's But why would you want Tim Drake? I don't know. What is hmm. up with that, even? I. It was all my comic book knowledge. I cannot draw any conclusions to. I mean, why would Jorel want him Drake? Huh. That doesn't make sense to me. But then. What does? Okay, let's see. Mm. There is Action Comics. We did get a preview for Action Comics. Yeah. That was good, too. 
Okay. We're... And Ryan Ryan Sook is doing the art inside. Oh. And yeah, yeah. I was oh, like, fine. I hate you. You want it? I, I I have it. Okay, I'm still trying to find action in the gallery. Oh, okay. Well, I have the preview. You want me to read it? Yeah. Oh, it doesn't have a cover. Duh. Okay. Well, I've seen the cover already. Yeah. <laughs> in the preview. Why is um, it, they have the cover inside, but it doesn't have it on the outside. That don't make sense. That don't make any sense. No, it don't. Yeah, I think I've got this. Um, Where is it? Da, da, da. I know I sent you the preview. Yeah. And where is it? Is that it? Okay, you sent me the preview. Oh, okay. The cover is Jorel holding yeah. Lara's Here's, hand. Here's the preview. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't easy for me to read this thing. No, you had to go... If you went on Newsarama, then they had a horrible preview. If you went on the site that had the exclusive, you could open them up into big pages. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so you're reading it. Huh? Are you reading it? Well, I'll look at it, but I have to go through all kinds of gyrations. Okay, okay, I'll read it. Uh, So, first page is Superman says, Liar! I'm like, yeah, you tell him, Clark. And he says, my natural parents died with Krypton. You can't possibly be Jor-El. And Jor-El's like, I understand your doubt, Cal. Despite your skepticism, I ask you, listen to my story, for I speak the truth. Krypton died, but I survived. How, Jorel? How? How? I am your father. Okay, Darth Vader. And so then Superman says, full spectrum analysis, Kilex. The works. Identify this fraud. And Kilex is like, sir? And he's looking at Jorel. <laughs> and Clark is like, what? And Jorel says, Kilex will do what you say. But not until I ask. After all, he is programmed to respond to his inventor first and his inventor's prodigy second. Fulfill his request, Kelex. Yes, sir, right away, sir. DNA sensors, retina scan, and voice analysis are conclusive. May I present your father, Jorel of Krypton? And he's taking his cape and he's like, Helix is like servant already. And so it says the Oz effect, part two. Writer Dan Jurgens, art, right? So cool. mm. And so then Superman still doesn't believe it. He says, no, it's a trick. Like when Mixius Pixlick passed himself off as Clark Kent. See, Superman reborn, Paul and Cotton. And Jarrell says, then how did I know where to find you when we first met? Or know to bring you here? Meh, Jarrell, your story is very weak. 
And then we have flashbacks. Your boy is growing up fast. You and Lois must be proud. And Cock thinks, the motel. See, DC, university book. And Oz is saying, friend or enemy is too simple a term when you consider the long-term game. Jorel, I have, well, I'm just saying Jorel in inverted commas. I have been watching you all your life. My grandson as well. Clark, I still don't. How did you? And Jarrell, amongst um, among their many functions, these crystals serve to archive our house's history, your experience and memories, as well as mine. And that's where it ends. Hmm. I find the cover Whoops. interesting. Whoops. You still there? Hello? Yeah, yeah I'm here. Hmm? Okay. Sound like somebody dropped a Hello? phone. Hello? Can you hear yeah, me? Yeah, no. I pulled out. Yeah, I can hear you. I pulled out my earphones by mistake. <laughs> oh. Um. The cover is interesting in that Jarrell's like tied down to a chair with a blue light hanging over him and then all these cables. And Mm -hmm. he has to watch all these screens of Superman. Right. What does that mean? Not really Jarrell, I don't think. Yeah. Which cover are you talking about? Oh, it's the one, the, that, one... the one that's on the um, graphicpolicy.com. Oh, isn't it Jarrell is holding Lara's hand? No. There's another oh. one. There's another one? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Let's see. Oh, okay. I can see that one now. And he's screaming. Yeah. Hmm. 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 Why a blue light? Yeah. Oh, blue lights. Oh. Mm-hmm. So Jarrell probably isn't Mr. Oz after all. I don't, you know, I don't think this is Jarrell. Because if you read the thingamajig that he says, he says, these crystals house our memories. So what if they're just like transferring all the memories to some vessel? Maybe. You understand what I'm saying? But it looks like he's being tortured by Superman's image in that cover. Right, right. So they're like brainwashing. They're like filling his brain up with all the Superman information. But and they're it's torturing like him with it. It's like... Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, and it's torturing him. So that's why he has this 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 uh, hate for like Superman. Well, he has, no, he has, doesn't have hate for Superman. He has hate for humanity. They don't deserve Superman. He, true, true. Yeah. So because I'm because he, he destroys the even Jor-El. I don't think it's even Jarrell. I think they took some poor soul, slapped yeah. him in the chair, mind controlled him. Yeah, yeah. I'm on the same thing as you. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah, this covers this covers kind of telling. Yeah. 
Well, there is a concept on this cover that was never been shown in the story yet. This cover has never been shown before except now. Yeah. So. Ah. Well, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. we're all going, nah, that's not Jarrell. I mean, why ruin Jarrell? I mean, everybody loved Jarrell and Man of Steel, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, obviously, somebody's mind-controlling this guy. And, yep, yep. You know, so what makes me wonder is, so yeah, you're right. It's kind of ass-backwards. If they're being tortured by images of Superman... Why is he against humanity? Why isn't there Lois Lane up there or Perry White or Lex Luthor or, you know? Right, right. Like, but you get you get what I'm saying. Like, like, why is he being tortured by Superman in this? Right, right. Hmm. And then he claims to be his father and that humanity doesn't deserve him. Mm-hmm. There's something well the so in other words, this guy, whoever he is, Darth Jor, is gonna to try to destroy Superman because it's not that he loves him. Exactly. And what does Superman love the most? Superman loves humanity the most. Right. So that's why he's against humanity. That's why he's turning humanity. Is if because if you add that element into it, if it's not Jorel, if it's somebody that hates Superman, right? He'll want to destroy the thing Superman loves the most. Well, he'll try to destroy yeah. Lois for sure. And and he's trying to show Superman, look, look at your like humanity. Look at how they destroy each other. Look at how they kill this poor innocent animal. Right. They hunt down these. These poor innocent children, you right. know. So that that's what he's trying to do. I think. Hey, I think we got this thing cracked. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Dan Juggins will pull a Dan Juggins on us, and we'll be like, "Okay, him a chance." Well, we'll he said like, all the clues are there, so I, you know, it could be this guy thinks he's Jarrell. And if he's from yeah. another dimension, he could be Jarrell from another dimension, and Kellex is like, yeah, it's him. Or the real Mr. Oz or Dr. Manhattan could be pulling a number on Kellex. Well, Kellex is a machine, right. right? And if we're dealing with advanced sort of brainwashing, right, where they've turned somebody into Jorel, right? Right. Right. I don't. I don't think this is Jorel. Right. Right. I. I. Because, like you said, everybody loved Jorel in Man of Steel. You know. I, okay. I didn't. I didn't have an affiliation for Jorel when Marlon Brando played him. Right. Krypton. Um, yeah. Krypton. Well, Going back Krypton. to Krypton. 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 I don't think <laughs> anyway. so. Anyway. Yeah. What I mean is. Right, Russell Crowe, man, dude, got into action, stole the codex, put it in his son, didn't care what laws he was breaking, no. went to his wife, you know, and, and what I loved about Jorel and Lara in Man of Steel is that they're like a team, like Lois and Clark. Right. Right. 
um, you know, he can trust Lara to, like, Lara, I'm, I'm distracted here. Zod's trying to steal the stuff. You launch the spaceship with our baby in it. And, you know, she does it. And, yeah, I I refuse to believe Jor-El is um, evil. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Even, you know, one of my favorite stories from the New 52 was uh, Secret Origin of uh, Superman. Where you see um, all the important women in Superman's life. Right. Right. You see Lara and then when Martha um, takes the baby out of the spaceship. She says, you know, I kissed him and I can still taste the saltiness from the tears that were dropped on his face. Um, somebody loved him. And then you see uh, Martha obviously raising Superman. Mm-hmm. But, she's, but she's first see Lara racing, you know, and she was, she was I think, uh, in the army or something in the New 52. Not too sure. Um, and she races with baby Cal to put him into the spaceship so that he can take off and that sort of thing. And then you see Lois at the end where she gives him his name, Superman. Um, yeah, so... I, yeah, I just can't, I can't believe there'd be any evil in Superman's life. Right. Yeah, any influence, you know. Right. Father, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think this is Jorel. Right. I think somebody's been brainwashed. Yep. I know. And it would, if it's a Dan Jurgen story, it's going to hit hard with realities of today. Right. And that is a very strong reality of today. That people just watch information and they take it in and they don't know we were talking about this earlier they don't research they just take it all in right yeah yeah yep so it looks like we're gonna let, have to let's see it. let's see how well we know dan jurgens yeah we're putting it down now this isn't real Jorel. what else we said he's being brainwashed um and the reason why he's targeting humanity is because Superman loves humanity and he wants to show Superman the ugly side of humanity. Mm. Right. Hmm. Hmm. Well, uh, let's yeah. see how good we are. Yeah, Holly. true. Let's see. True. So, anything else? Did we miss anything? Uh, not that I can think of. Okay, did I tell you this earlier that we're thinking of watching a Smallville episode and invite all our old pals from the Smallville days? You mentioned it, then you have to go take your phone call. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, that would be cool because it was kind of fun talking to Kit Kat and Guitara about Smallville because we remember everything and scene and we and so it was kind of like a memory test too because they were like what was the episode where they 
held hands in the elevator and made out in the elevator. Crusade? No, Crusade, no. They first met. No? Oh, no, that's... What am I thinking? Oh, Sleepy Brain. Uh, why are you testing me? Charade was where I, they made out char- in the charade. in the. I need to start with the C. I need to start yeah. with the C. And the Give other me, one where they credit. where he grabbed a hold of his hand because he said they should start dating. Was that Pandora? Yeah. The end of Pandora. And the elevator door closes as yeah. they hold each other's hand. Yeah. Uh. Was that not idle? He meets her in the elevator after she falls or something. She's got I know she's got a like brace in her hand and she's holding flowers that he gave her. Hmm. Well, I I can I, visualize it. I know okay, exactly what you're talking in about. Pandora, after all the hubbub of her mm-hmm. you know he went to talk to Ollie and Blondie, and he had mm-hmm. sent he had sent her five dozen roses. Remember, and so mm-hmm. he decided that he was not going to go on the offensive facade. He was going to go. He was going to you know try to make Zod see reason. He thought his dad said. Save Zod from himself, blah blah blah. Remember in the Chloe's, and yeah, that's yeah, not the yeah. way to go. You should, you know, shut up, Chloe. Um, and uh, then, then disciple? Get... No, Pandora. No, no Pen. Okay, which is the one where they have the and mind shaking kiss? Huh? Which is the one where they have the mind sh- where she kisses him with on top of the newspaper? That's him on top the, of the newspaper. Hey, she kicks the newspaper over oh, and kisses him. Oh, that was before she went. That was before Pandora. That was Idol. That that came before oh, Pandora. Was it? Uh, yes, oh. because yeah, she decided she'd go for it. But I'm yeah, talking about the end of Pandora. Then back in the is that when they decided to date? Yes. I know, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know something happened to her arm, and she's in the hospital again. And no, no, she wasn't. She they were at the DP uh-huh. afterwards. Clark came up and said, "Was that the episode where Clark came up and says, Boss, what are we doing?'" She's, "What are you talking about?" She's oh, from- I I know which one you're talking about. And she yeah, said, you went I from can, 10 to 110. Oh, slow down. She said, and she was told she had low blood sugar. Yes, yes. Was that Pandora? That's Pandora, yeah. Okay, and then she talks about, well, we will have blah, 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 and chalupas, and, you know, and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah That that's, was Pandora, that's, that's right? Pandora. Pandora. That's Pandora, okay. yeah. See, we need to do this because. You know, everybody's like, we're like, that was Pandora, right? Yeah, that was Pandora. Because Clark got to see what it was like to do the wild thing with Lois. Mm. He wasn't going to let that pass again. That's why she got the five dozen roses. Yep, yep, yep. That's Pandora. And then oh, they wait hold a minute, hands. wait a minute. 
She no, is, that's Pandora. Okay, but she was in the hospital at the beginning of Pandora. See, I knew there was a hospital involved. It's yes, because she fainted from the kiss. She fainted that's from right. the kiss and so, in the previous episode. That's what I was asking. Which Where was the kiss where she kicks the newspaper yeah, over? Yeah. That was before Pandora, so that's idol. And then Pandora, she's in the hospital. See, I knew there was a hospital involved. Yeah, See, I'm not yeah. crazy. She's I'm not in crazy. the hospital. And he went out to talk to Ollie on the phone. I thought, he's got freaking super hearing. What the hell? And she, that's when she, Lois got kidnapped and taken to, was it Bell Reef? Yeah. Yep. And they had mm-hmm. all the summer hold equipment there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah it it she she fainted in idol because she has the flashback kisses. Yeah. Right? Right. And and that's why I like Pandora because they give us the whole shebang. Uh yes. not not just flashes that we got in idol when she goes right. to the right. shrink when she goes she to the, the shrink. Memories. Yeah. And then we see the whole thing. Yeah. And uh yeah. See, I know small world. Okay, Lois yeah. Clark's first kiss on the show. No, that's a trick question. There there've been so many erasers. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the first one because they had um they weren't allowed to do anything. So like no mind whammy erase no, it wasn't kisses. mine, Whammy. Their first kiss. Okay, that was season nine. It was before. No. Nope. Yeah, season no. nine. No. The first kiss on no. the show, Lois kissed Clark. Right. No, now you see, now you you introducing all the mind whammies and the no, evasions and all that. No, it's not a mind whammy. It's not a mind whammy. Okay, which one then? Hmm? Arrow. Oh, okay. Tom directed that one. Right. Oh. Tom directed pretty much oh, all yeah. of Clark and Lois's big episodes, except that stupid one. Was it Eternal or whatever? He was supposed to do. Stiletto? I couldn't do it, so they gave him that eternal crap. But most of the big Clark and Lois moments, Tom directed. And Arrow mm. was the, fir- the first kiss. There was, right, no mind right, wha- okay. there was no mind whammy involved. It's just he was... Right, wearing- okay. But he was wearing... Green Arrow. Uh, green Arrow's. That 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 real really counts. Yes, it does. Like... They met lips and everything, and he liked it. He knew it was Lois. Yeah, no. He knew it was Lois. She thought it wasn't him. She thought it was Green Arrow. But yeah, but then she was like, if that wasn't Green Arrow, who was it? And then she told Clark, oh, that Green Arrow can teach. Us. That Green Arrow guy can. He's, He's a real good a singer, singer too. And I'm like, holy and, shit. And and Clark is like grinning yeah. from ear to ear he that liked, that Tom Welling grin. He liked it as much as I did. <laughs> but yeah, the the you know when he run, runs out of the alley and takes the hood off, 
that face of mm-hmm. his, he's like, oh, my God, I've met the angel of my life. <laughs> That's the woman I want to kiss, for real. Yeah, and then it all went downhill after that. So no, yeah. When was the next That's time? That's why I don't remember it. Yeah, when was the next time they kissed? Like, no mind whammies and stuff. Yes, right? mind whammies involved. Yeah, then I don't remember because I Crimson. Okay, crim- I was going to go with Crimson. Because remember she said to him, I remember you, you were in the alley. Exactly, right? But then, like, that sort of doesn't count. I don't know. It counts. I, I, I bought that entire season just to get Crimson because yeah. they wouldn't sell me <laughs> Okay, remember back in the day they'd sell you half the season and half the season? They didn't sell that anymore. And I had to buy the entire season. Ah. And some of of those episodes are a bit dodgy there with Blana, uh, not Blana, Blondie. And I can't stand Chloe Sullivan. I'm sorry. Yeah, and then they threw in that one where Clark was locked up and Blana was torturing him and he yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, um, yeah, and after Crimson, it all went to hell. Yeah, then in season six, season seven, no, yeah. Yeah, season seven, it didn't get good again until Tom directed the 150th, which was Apocalypse. Apocalypse was good. Yeah, Tom directed that. Yeah. And then in season eight, they almost kissed in bride. They almost kissed in bride. Um, but then they didn't kiss in. They didn't kiss in season eight. They kissed in season nine. Yeah. Which yeah. Which was fire. They went from six, where they kissed a couple times. Lois didn't know she was kissing Clark. Clark definitely knew he was kissing Lois. Yep. Um, and so Clark definitely knew he was kissing Lois. In and he remembered too. Don't let anybody kid you. He remembered. Mhm. In Crimson. But like then we went from there like, to yeah. nothing until season nine. Yeah. So season nine, Crossfire. Yeah. Yeah. Which is. The I like season yeah. nine Echo with where Clark starts hearing stuff, and yeah, that that one. But funny. that fizzled at the end because he. He more or less, you know, got rid of Lois and then didn't yeah, see him yeah, together yeah. later, you know, after. Yeah, yeah. She's in the hospital again. Then <laughs> he gives her a donut. <laughs> yeah. But no one can forget when he met Zod on top of the building and he goes, Lois Lane, it's off limits. I will kill you. Yep, yep, you don't yeah. mess with Lois Lane. No, yep. you that's don't. why that's that's why future one hand Aquaman was like, Damn Damn, she looks hurt, I'm in shit. Um yeah. I'm yeah. trying to think what other good ones were in season nine. Season nine had some good ones. Season nine's my favorite season. Yes, because you had um Homecoming, you had Harvest, uh, you had You know you know what? I I don't like Warrior. No. No. Yeah. Did I say I liked Warrior? No. No, 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 no. 
And um, that's where they screwed up the order of the episode, too, because Warrior wasn't supposed to be where it was. They had absolute oh. justice in what, eight or nine? Nine and eight. Well, well, I don't know what absolute justice was because I got it as society, society. and legends. Yeah. Yeah. Which was 11 and 12. But what season? Nine, eleven, and twelve. Yeah, okay. Society and and legend, and which I adore. Those are two oh, of my no. favorite episodes. When Clark yeah. starts looking through the brownstone, and <gasps> he's yes. I sit there and I just cry like a baby. And then you know, he unveils the table, and then he looks up at the uh, portrait, yes. and I'm <laughs> I don't know why, but it just touches the hell out of me. It does. It, something about the JSA. I don't know what it is. It's it's like. You know, you know. Whenever they say the golden age, right? You know, and you just picture them. Yeah. Yep. 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 And then we got freaking stupid warrior, and I'm like, what the, what the f? <laughs> yeah, they were trying to yeah. make um, Zatanna and and Wonder Woman. You know. Is that, is that what they is that I what they think were doing? So. I'm sitting there with uh, seriously. Oh, here, let me hump you while you sit in a chair while your mind whammied. Mm. Honey, he ain't thinking about you. Let's put it that way. I like escape. Yeah, with Silver Banshee. Yeah, yeah. It, I now it's kind of weak storyline, but then Chloe had to interrupt everything. Why? Listen, listen, I just love it because Clark is so not interested in Chloe. Like, oh, if no. you needed if you needed the nail in the coffin, it was when he says, Lois, and he looks at her in her little Scottish outfit there. Yeah. And he was very excited. It wasn't because of Chloe, it was because of Lois. No. Yeah. Yeah. But then, um, what else was in nine? Uh, Luther was until what ten? Luther was in ten. Oh, I'm they ruined sure. that season um, with that shit. I'm pretty sure it was in ten. Yeah, and then so. Kent was like the follow up. Like, oh, we'll try to make it nice, nice. He really didn't. Yeah, never going. Yeah, I was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, you already suggested it. Yeah, you already <laughs> got your bucket list done with. Let's put Clark and Tess together. What? Mm. Uh, okay, I like. Well, she's gone. Okay, everybody, I think we're closed. Um, we will see you next week. We've got a bunch of good comics, especially action. We'll find out what's going on with Darth Jor. So I'll say goodbye for me, Tej, and everybody have a great week and enjoy your comics. Good night. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.